glory in the legends of this hard muscle life. And there's poetry in each season made of sweat and strife. But now's the time to work and strain at a sport that tests the spirit and challenges the brain. Come on, come on, come on. Let's go. Hey, I'd like to have 75 degrees of sunny all the time, too, but that's not football. Do you fear the force of the wind, the slash of the rain? We're going to play us through light and rain. Go face them and fight them. Be savage again. Well, it's nice for you guys to show up this week. <laughs> How dare you? What a dick. It's about time. I've been waiting for seven days in this exact spot for you guys to show up to podcast. And, um, yeah, yeah, I bet. You guys have finally showed up. That's so nice of you. There must have been those kitten mittens. That, that's why you're so quiet. Yeah. <laughs> Hello. Hello. <laughs> Is anyone there? Anyone have? Shh. Look at him yeah. in his wee little boots. <laughs> 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 uh, welcome back, everybody, to the Put Me In Coach podcast. Bobby Blanco, Tom Vitale, Ian Foster, and Greg Porter. That is the foursome. We have been gone for psh, almost a month now. We have not talked any regular Re- Redskins football since uh, the regular season started. Um, it's been jo- going great. It's been a good ride. <laughs> for those of you who don't know, what I allude to at the beginning of the episode is <laughs> I thought we were podcasting last week. Turns out wasn't the case. Showed up to an empty house. I showed up to Tom's house, and it <laughs> was quite dark. He called me, and I was like, did you go to Dawson well, okay, Avenue again? <laughs> <laughs> I went to the right location. I just picked the wrong date. So, And, and the writing was on the wall, too, for me. I should have known. <laughs> because Tom usually sends a rundown, day yep, of. Yep. Hadn't sent the rundown. So I was like, okay, maybe he's showing houses. He's busy. Just hasn't gotten to. We'll figure out when we get there. We'll talk about Because that has happened before. Yeah. But usually not. And then also, like... That Sunday night prior to was a Cowboys game, and I texted. I was like, "So Thursday, right?" And Tom said, "We have softball late," and I said, "That's fine." And then no one else said anything else. We didn't talk about it. <laughs> so I was like, "Okay, so that's a thumbs up." And usually, <laughs> guys, when you have softball late, means you guys get back at nine o'clock. And so it's like I didn't realize it was that late. Yeah, yeah. Started, so started at eight fifteen. Yeah. So it was like all the uh, yeah again all the writing was on the wall that I, sh- I should have figured out that we were not actually podcasting and and even Gregory usually is the first one here because he comes straight from work on on podcast night from DC and he usually sends the where are you where's everybody why am I over here? why are we started and that wasn't happening so I figured okay they're just waiting for me and so like I sent the text like I'm over here I'm like all right I'm on my way no response it's like are you guys there no response. And then Ian responds like, "Oh, we're at softball," and I was like, <laughs> "I I looked at Tom. I was like, Does Bobby think we're podcasting?'" Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. We're so like, then, "Is this a bit?" <laughs> no, yeah, I 100 percent did. And I was like, "Okay, Ian's fuck with me. Ian's being Ian because Fair. Like, like Porter said, yeah. he, he always cries wolf, and yeah. like, I just didn't believe you. So I called Porter. and I was like, "Are we podcasting tonight?" And he was like. I didn't think so. I'm in Baltimore. And I was like, well, son of a bitch. All right. <laughs> Just back it up and go on home <laughs> because I totally thought we were podcasting. I, I tried to be as genuine as possible in, the, in that and text message, too, you, so you wouldn't tr- think I was doing You do that Ian even bit. when you're joking. I was, like, I was like, I swear to God, <laughs> we, Tom and I were under the impression that we are not podcasting. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, and Tom, the other thing, too, was Tom wasn't responding because he was playing softball. Yeah, so he was like, at bat. If he were... Like down here, he would have been texting back. I think I got in his head too because I said it right as he was going up to bat. Yeah, and he came back very shortly after. Yeah. <laughs> uh, hate to see it. So well, yeah, we hate to see that entire league. But oh, yeah, tough league. Yeah, we it's we we got we were undefeated in the spring in a lower league, and so we showed off, and the commissioner promoted us to a higher level. Uh, 
And these guys are <sighs> ballers. Commissioners. Like if we're if, softball heroes, if Ian bro. is standing right there, they will hit it a foot to the left. Yep. If Ian moves a foot to the left, they're going to hit a foot to the right. Like Jeez. it's just it's not fun. It's terrible. They I hate hit where everybody is not. It's just miserable. <laughs> just chasing. We're ball. going from undefeated to we're going winless. It's, yeah, like it's we're it's not just happening. Yeah. Yep. Nice. It's not even close. Nice. Yeah. Well, enough of my. Uh, mishaps and misgivings um thanks for tuning in by the way everyone uh the put me in coach podcast is available on spotify apple podcast soundcloud and google play you can give us a subscription and follow along throughout the football season and the rest of the baseball season we'll be talking that's a little bit later today and their wild card game coming up on tuesday against tunos not sure yet word on the street is brian dozier is still still shirtless and still dancing (laughs) somewhere somewhere (laughs) around south capitol street he's just still going after it um (laughs) at put me and coach podcast across all social media platforms give us a follow for all our good content all right before we get into the nitty-gritty Gregory, you had yourself a little Wednesday, a little right, hump right. day action. I'll be outside. I'll be <laughs> Is this where Ian excuses himself? Yep, Ian's going. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yesterday Winning was off the field. fucking amazing. Um, I showed up early, walked in, did not realize we were actually going to be changing in the locker rooms, and I just like opened the door and was like, Yep, this is the Redskins fucking locker room right now. This they is, literally played there two nights ago. This is ridiculous. Um, uh, my locker was, uh, so I got my own locker. Um, how do you pronounce his last name? Wait, who is Sheriff. 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 Sheriff, right. Um, I was uh, in his, I That's was like so awesome. two away from uh, Aaron, or, uh, Adrian Peterson. I was taking photos of everybody's locker, and I was just kind of standing there with like the dude who's the hospitality person just like helping everybody out. And he's completely nonchalant about it, and I'm geeking the fuck out, taking pictures of everything. Like I was just like, I just peed in the urinal that the Rocks and Redskins <laughs> peed. In. Like, um, and so I, I like get changed. And I'm just kind of standing there waiting, and a couple of other people come in, and this guy comes in. He looks like he looks straight out of an SNL sketch of the Bears. Like Dumb big burn. mustache, big belly, like uh, just kind of like a, just a older dude, but looks like your fun uncle kind of thing. And he starts talking, and I'm head like whips around. I'm like, wait. Like waiting for him to say something again, and it's Mark Kessler, the announcer, the field announcer for the Washington Redskins. He came oh, really? to be able to, like the, uh, in, yeah, the infield, in, in, in yeah. stadium announcer for the last like thirty, yeah, however many fucking years yeah, he's yeah. been doing it. So he announced the entire time we were out on the field. That's pretty cool. Um, <laughs> and then I'm sitting there and I'm just like chilling, and then Joe Theismann comes out of the door. Just pops in and is like, hey, how's everybody doing? There's only like 10 of us, and he's just shooting the shit with us, telling stories. This guy loves to talk. Oh, Took a yeah. picture with him. That was awesome. Uh, they take us into the interview room. We get a like a, a nice speech, and then we go out, and we get to run out the uh, Redskins uh, tunnel yeah. with the inflatable helmet. Mark Mark Kessler is fucking announcing us coming out, like running, get to run out onto the oh field. I like how he's um, calling him Mark Kessler now. Like, like he's like best friend yeah, of Mark. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, you know, Mark. Mark. Marky Mark. awesome. Yeah, no, it's awesome. I'm saying his full name. Marky K? I'm saying his full name. I can't decide if I want to watch Gregory tell the story or watch Ian react to Gregory. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Probably the latter. <laughs> so we run out, and then before we get all sweaty and shit, they um, uh, took pictures with us. So I, I was, we were taking pictures, and they gave us a plaque at the end where they all like signed it and shit. It was, yeah. it was really fucking good. Um, and we did some drills. Uh, they split us up into groups. I got to catch uh, two touchdown passes from Santana Moss. So Santana Moss, Joe Theismann, and Gary Clark uh, were but all Santana's there. Santana's a receiver. Why is he throwing you a pass? Because Joe Theismann is old as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> and I was wondering the same thing. I was like, oh, right. He's fucking 70 goddamn years old. He's not throwing anybody anything. Um, 
so both Gary and uh, Santana were the ones throwing the ball, but uh, we like had like groups. So Joe Theismann was was teaching like throwing a ball, being the quarterback. Santana was doing um, uh, end zone stuff, and and Gary Clark was doing like routes and things please, like that. Please tell me he didn't do his first down shimmy day that he would do when he was uh, on the. He better not have. Did he Who? do? Oh, Santana. Santana? No. Oh, thank God. Yeah. Why? Because I would have cried. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, so Tom happy. and I oh, love that. I was going to say, it's like, you don't like, like every time, no, and we would we do love it, like, it too much. And, and then he changed it to do it be to the twenty one. Twenty one. No, no, that, that didn't get me going at all. <laughs> <laughs> so they're like, all right, who's up? And I went. I jumped up first in my group. Went yeah. right Did around. You? Hell yeah! Jumped oh, up yeah. first. Caught the pass in the corner. It was. How many drops? Oh my god! I'm getting to it. I'm going to be honest. I'm going to be honest. So with Santana, at Santana Mosses Station, I caught three out of five. Uh, oh, man, they threw a bunch. Fuck you. Yeah, we, we ran a bunch <laughs> of routes. So we had – it was four hours long. So we had uh, like half an hour like meet and greet interview and then half an hour like stretch kind of talking, taking photos, half an hour of like station drills, and then a half hour scrimmage. So it was two hours on the field, an hour or half an hour whatever setting up, and then we had dinner at the end uh, in the owner's suite. Um, where they were doing a panel and we were eating dinner with them, get to ask them questions and shit. They were all fucking hilarious. Um, so we're going to do that, and I catch a bunch of passes, and, and then I go to Joe. Like, Joe Theismann's like, he's doing what? Of course, I suck at throwing a fucking football, so he's giving me, like, extra pointers. He's just like, Greg, you got this. You got this. Just, like, pat me on the back. Like, oh, Greg, you got this. Oh, my God, Joe. Greg, oh, my God, Joe. Um, you have name tags or anything? Or is nope. it, he just remembered your name? Yep. How many, how many were there? Uh, 40. It was the employees. So in the beginning of the day, how, was how, many, no, how many like of you guys were there? Forty. Forty. And he yeah. remembered your name? Yeah. No, we didn't. Oh, this Halfway. <laughs> <laughs> so in the beginning of the day, there was clients. So clients got to go in the morning. It was an all-day thing. And then uh, employees uh, got to go in the afternoon. Um, so they had been there like all day. And there were like 90 clients. So they had like way less. Like we, we got like extra everything, basically. Um and what else we're doing like routes and essentially at the end we're doing um of all the like uh training portions of it like uh gary clark's just like all right you guys are clearly over with this let's just like what do you guys do let's shoot the shit like whatever what do you want to know kind of thing just talking to all of us and he goes and he goes and he goes and he gets to me and i tell him my job and he's like oh no shit what do you do like what do you guys do and i describe it to him and i explain like my uh position and everything else he's like before you leave here, I want your business card. I was like, oh, that's, I'm like hiding, hiding my boner. <laughs> I was like, mesh shorts. Too. And I just <laughs> like, in like, my abs- pants. Absolutely. Absolutely. Can absolutely. I was like, it, in, inside, I'm just like freaking out. So I was like, yeah, yeah, what's up? Let's do that. Absolutely. Did you tell so, him you have a podcast? <laughs> get into that. So I get back to the locker room after. So we, um, I'll tell that story and then I'll go back to the field. So I get back to the locker room and realize my business cards are in my suit jacket pocket and in my backpack I usually take the work and not my gym bag that I needed to take extra clothes in to go to this. I had zero business cards. Not one fucking thing. So I'm at dinner and he's like, hey, you got that business card? I was like, oh, right. I go to the front where all the hospitality people are. I was like, anybody have a pad of paper? (laughs) Pad of paper, pad of paper. Like I got a pen. I just need a pad of paper. I was like, does it matter? I was like, "I I don't give a shit. Just a plain piece of paper. It's fine. And I, pen. I, Don't forget pen. I wrote. Well, I had He's my. I had pen. my pen with me. I remembered that. And then, 
just wrote out all my information, handed it to him, was like, sorry, this is trashy as shit, but I literally don't have anything because it's all at the office because I was only coming here to do this and not thinking I was going to give you my fucking business card. It's <laughs> <laughs> just like, yeah, no, we're definitely going to do something. Gary Clark. Gary Clark. Two-time Super Bowl winner, four-time Pro Bowl winner. I was going to ask you if you looked up before before you went. Hmm? Did you look him up before you went? Uh, I did, but... Uh, Member just, of the fun bunch. They, they, yep. said it, they said it enough times when it was there. True. Uh, yeah, I'm sure. But uh, So anyways, then we oh. do the scrimmage. And there's always that one guy in the group that takes shit way too fucking seriously. Tom. There was that guy there, but he was like white sunglasses, backward visor. Okay. Because yeah, that's exactly that's what he fucking wore. He definitely forty five years old. Yeah, no, de- definitely. He was plays like he was a th- like maybe low thirties, high twenties. Definitely plays like flag football on weekends without question. Yeah, and yeah. Has, oh God. Fucking throwing backwards, throwing visor. fucking perfect spirals. Just like I am a Washington Redskin, Uncle like that, Rico, like yeah. that kind of that kind of guy. And uh, so we're on defense the first time. I'm playing free safety in the back. And I'm trying. I'm basically <laughs> like, I'm not going. I'm not going to block. I want to fucking rip someone's fucking shit off or intercept uh, a pass or something. So I'm playing in the backfield, and I can see Santana. Santana Moss is playing quarterback. I can see him talking to him. It's like he's obviously running a play through him. He's going to do something. I undershoot him. He cuts by me, blows by me, <sighs> scores a touchdown. The douchebag. I'm furious <laughs> i'm visibly fucking furious and they're showing so they're replaying everything oh. they have they have cameras all over the stadium they replayed all of our plays and stuff so like when someone would make a catch they'd like zoom in and like they play it on the jumbotron oh, while we're practicing that's awesome and so they played that and i'm looking at it and i'm doing this like fuck <laughs> <laughs> so run it back we score a touchdown and we're going back i was like all right this motherfucker's gonna try to do it again so he basically I'm on that last line or whatever and he's about to catch it. If it weren't for playing touch flag football, it was the perfect scenario where he was catching it, turning numbers, seeing him in today's NFL, if I had drilled him as hard as I could, it'd be perfectly legal and he would not be getting up. And it took everything not to do it. I was like, hit him, hit him, hit him. Shit. But I ripped his whole fucking belt off and just dropped it on the ground where he was at and then walked back. Awesome. <laughs> awesome. Did they replay that? Yes, they yeah, did. Hell yeah. Yes, Good. they did. And when you see it too, it's like I'm just running full speed. <laughs> like full speed on his ass. It was great. Um uh and then so we did that for like 30 minutes and played played with them and that was great. Changed over. Uh they signed a bunch of stuff for us. They were super gracious, amazing, uh really personal guys. Uh took the time to like listen to all of us and talk to all of us and uh, mentioned all their causes and everything else that they that they do outside of football and the questions were really good um in the panel and it was just it was a surreal moment and i've like said to like you guys and i said to other people it was like it was like living out the dream i didn't know i had because yeah. i got there and i was like holy shit this is fucking ridiculous like yeah. this shouldn't be happening right, right. now yeah. and that's so um awesome. Dude. so i got i got a hat <laughs> uh i got that so they gave us like all this swag and gear Hard and gear. i tried really hard to get extra shit. Mm-hmm. I asked, I made friends with the concierge guys, Andrew, when I came in there, I was like super nice to him. I was like, Hey man, you got like uh got like extra stuff or stuff like that. And he's like, you know, people always, say, I was like, all right, all right. <laughs> fine, 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 whatever. And in the same token, the podcast. So Ooh. I will mine. <laughs> I think Bobby has a similar hey, Bob. kind of thing. Like who was it that you were meeting that were saying like, you should convince him to come on the podcast. Remember, was, it, was, was it was like it was like a month ago or something like that. Do you guys remember that? 
Like someone's like, you were meeting someone who was like, hey, we should try to get him on the podcast. You're going to be talking to them. Like at a baseball thing? Nah, Might have been. I forget. Yeah. I forget. Well, I, I had a, a we lead that was time. a former NBA player. Yeah. And then I was like, that, that might have been it. You ran a Cara Maloney. Yeah. She likes to party. Oh, was it Steve Buckhands? <laughs> no, it was somebody else. No, nah, I'm, I'm forgetting who it was, but it was when you're in the moment and yeah. like the whole time, you're just like having a good time with them and just treating them like human beings. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like in that, like I even felt bad asking for an autograph. Like after like, yeah, Santana yeah. Moss was on Not his way out the door and I caught him because I could like, I tried to rummage back to my bag with somewhere else to get a hack. So like, fuck, I didn't get a signature yet. I need him to get him to sign this. Because I had such a good conversation with her. He was literally coming out the door, and I was the last one. And then someone else saw me do that. They came over with, like, three That's fucking jerseys. Oh, I felt yeah. like such a dick. And when you're talking to him, too, it's just like you can't – I, I chickened out. I didn't I didn't do it because I didn't want to look like That's an asshole. It's hard, like, it's hard to do. You know, it's you know, so hard. I just be like, hey, you want to be on my – I do a sports podcast, too. you know. And I wouldn't have been able to – also, I was worried about if they try to call me on it. Like, oh, what do you guys, you know, it's like, oh, well, you know, we talk about this and like try to get something specific. It was like, well, I'm actually the comedic relief that doesn't know anything about sports. <laughs> I'm just kind of here because I fell ass backwards into this. Um, <laughs> it was, but no, it was, it was absolutely amazing. And I, I was just like, um, I was going to like save everything and just send it to you guys, but I was, I was in the locker room. I just couldn't, I was, no, nope. send, awesome. send, 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 send. No, all the pictures look so sweet. The locker room pictures are cool. Like, yeah. And the thing, they were literally there 48 hours before you got there. Like, they played Monday night. So, yeah, that's that's insane. I didn't really the whole, like, um, presentation and the whole shebang of, like, running through the helmet and, like, the replays on the video. I didn't anticipate. And, like, the announcement of your name over the, yeah. the PA system. I didn't anticipate that. That's crazy. Yeah. Because I thought you were just going to, you know, just walk out on the field, play catch, and then call it a day. So the whole point of it is Bank of America has been a partner with uh, the Redskins for 70 years between multiple different organizations. They've been working with them. Mm-hmm. And between, a dis- I guess, a different number of charities, they do a client event, and then they also do, like, a employee appreciation event. Cool. So because of the win that I got a month ago or so for a client, right. I got nominated to go into this. Um, or you do like a bunch of community service or you're like excelling in your like different field or whatever. Um, that's awesome. So it was, it was really, really cool. Um, and they, they, yeah, they, it was fucking fantasy. It was way, way, way more than I thought was going to actually happen. Yeah. Yeah. And that sounds like a, like you said, a dream come true and a dream that you didn't know you had. So congratulations. That sounds dope. I'm happy for you. I'm, Thank uh, you. I'm Thank very you. jealous, but I'm also very happy for you. I, I'm just, cool. I'm like trying to picture that. Virginia's it sounds doing selfish, great. but like, I'm trying to imagine being in your like literal shoes. And I'm like, yeah. I, I, it, it's cleats per se. I, 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 I still got, I still got some grass on my shoes I got, somewhere. I got <laughs> <laughs> Like, I want to be friends with Santana Moss so bad. I, that guy was so fucking cool. I know, he's, he's and he's so, so he good. On, like so he was, cool. he was surprisingly. I was just like, he's I didn't really know good how on the radio. He's really yeah. edu- like he's he's his he's knowledge awesome. of the game too is really really helpful. Like yeah, I mean, he was talking about his podcast and he's uh, he's opening up a restaurant if you're in the Arlington area. It's called Eighty Nine Wings Pizza and Wings. Oh, that sounds good. <laughs> uh, you should go check it out. Um, did Thaisman talk about his restaurant? He did. Exactly. He unfortunately he opened with it after he announced Dude. it his, and I was like, Thaisman, quit trying to steal the thunder. But then that's, he was like, that's you know, we started you. out that's with five. We started out with five restaurants. Now we, uh, I've been in the restaurant industry for twenty five years. We started out with five. We've now got the one. I was like, so apparently you're bad at this. <laughs> well, he was on uh, Grant and Danny today this afternoon, and like 
they I guess his restaurant had like a reopen like a grand reopening like last week or something yep. and Grant yeah, yeah. also ended up going and so he gets on the call on the radio and Grant's like hey first off Joe like just want to congratulate you on your restaurant like it's doing really well I was there for the party last week it was a lot of fun good job and I, I swear to God Joe talked about that restaurant for fucking five minutes without taking a breath yeah and I was like alright are we gonna talk about football that's true. He loves yeah, to talk he does the and entire time. Himself. Yeah, he was talking he so much. I got a story about him. He can yeah. sit right here and talk as much as he wants. Yeah. Yes. He, a, a we, give him a, we give him a bit. The of story shit. about him is um, my dad ran into him at some bar or something, some kind of event, and uh, Joe Theismann tried cutting in line in front of my dad <laughs> and oh, my uncle. Leo. And my dad's like, nah, dog. <laughs> nope. <laughs> And it was like one of those things, and my dad was still in his peak physical form. Yeah. And I think it was one of those things Joe looked, he's like, yeah, I probably shouldn't. Maybe not. <laughs> yeah, maybe not. <laughs> not today. Of course my dad would do that. Wrong um, move, bucko. <laughs> that ain't the Man. move, bucko. <laughs> ain't the move. Um, all right, so we're going to start this podcast with happiness, as we just listened to, Porter's story. We're going to start now um, transition into sadness. And then we'll end with happiness again, talking baseball. As Daniel Jones Bobby's biggest fear just came through. <laughs> so, guys, the Redskins are 0-3. They got demolished on Monday Night Football again, which now brings them to a record, I believe, of 2-17 and hey, on Monday Night Football. Oh, At one point, it was 28 to nothing. Uh, Case Keenum had one of the worst games I've seen. He made Rex Grossman look like a, a, a game manager at some points. On Monday, and Rex, a game manager. guys, <laughs> I, that's a funny thought. Yeah, yeah, I, I'm trying to just trying to look at this objectively. And I was listening to um, Matthew Barry and Field Yates's podcast today, and Field Yates goes, "They're the just the laughing stock of football, and, and they're the worst example." And he goes, "You know, everyone wants to to crap on the Dolphins, and rightfully so." But they at least are, are not shying away from rebuilding. They're doing they have, this on purpose. They yep. have yes. They have three first round picks next year. And like, two the following. Yeah, and and he said the reason why the Redskins have no like just nothing, why they're so laughably bad, is because what what where what are we doing? What are we doing here? And it's um we've experienced this before. We saw we witnessed three and thirteen under Mike Shanahan, twenty thirteen. We witnessed four and twelve under Jim Zorn. We witnessed zero and five start the season with um, Marty Schottenheimer, Steve Spurrier. You know the, the list goes on. I, I looking at this as a whole. I, I guess what makes this year so much more frustrating is I think there's more talent on this team than those I just mentioned. Yep. Yeah. In particular, on the defensive side of the ball, and. Right now, we are playing so poorly against three playoff teams. Mm-hmm. Um, it is uh, it's beyond concerning. It's it's very concerning. I, I, I will preface this conversation with saying this is what I expected. Yeah, me too. I, I, I looking at that schedule, like it was hard to see one win in the first three. I thought if they were going to get one, it would. Be the Bears, and even that's at home on Monday night. No chance. Yep. Um, I think this weekend against the Cowboys, oh, excuse me, the Cowboys, the Giants is going to be very telling if this team has a chance to be actually for real, or if they're just bad. I mm-hmm. mean, there's this whole you know we'll see who plays quarterback on Sunday, but I mean if they go out and just completely lay an egg again mm-hmm. on the road 
against a rookie quarterback, against a Giants team without their best player in Saquon Barkley, against one of the worst defenses. <laughs> God damn it! Against one of the worst defenses by design. Again, this is not like a, a Redskins defense that we thought on paper would be good and it's just bad. No, the Giants defense we knew was going to be bad coming in and, and just lay a goose egg up in New York. I mean... You're starting the season 0 and 4. There's just no hope in sight. I mean, the mm-hmm. season the season's over. The season's sure. over because you're going to lose to the Patriots. You're going to be at least 0 and 5, and then you know Play you're Miami talking about playing week. Miami, and then you're going to the two worst teams in football. Yep. You know, fighting for a number one pick probably next year. Jesus so Christ. Um, I, I heard Danny Ruiz today on the radio. He said he's already going to start looking at draft boards next week. I already started, and it's just oh, oh my god. Um, uh, that they're done. Damn it. Yeah. Um, sorry. We're watching the Eagles Packers game and we want Philly sadness at all times. Flag. Um, so, you know, this is what I expected. I, I did not expect them to get blown out the way they did mm-hmm. on Monday night. I thought they would lose. And that's not how I thought that I saw that game going at all. They made Mitch Trubisky of all people look like a freaking pro bowler. They made, um, come to DC be a, be a, yeah, cure all. Run rule number one. Rule number one. Um, the I mean, rule number one and number five. I, we I thought it would be just a slug, you know, just a freaking slug match, like two good defenses against two bad offenses, and you know, we made the Bears look like the Patriots, and they're not even half the Patriots, and we play the Patriots in two weeks. You know what's a really good idea is to leave the best defensive player in football arguably unblocked. Or block him with a that's tight a, end. That's a great idea. Or block him with a tight end. Or your backup tight backup end. Backup tight end. Um, so Jesus I did not see Christ. that coming. Now, they put themselves in position to come back. They were, what, it was 28-15 at one point. And, yeah, we had a little driving, glimmer. And yep. then, yeah, of course, there was a glimmer. It was going to be more so of a glimmer because they should have scored on that drive sure. if Case Keenum knows where he is on the field and mm-hmm. knows, and knows jumping over the pile and saying he does not end the play. This is not a goal line. Just All you do is just tuck the ball and fall forward. One of the biggest down. brain farts I've seen. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it's just, again, this is kind of what I expected to happen. Maybe not to this level. Mm-hmm. But not how it's happened. That's, no, right. that's, that's the, the concerning part. Yeah. Good point, Ian. Because it's not that we're 0-3. It's how we're 0-3. Yep. If, if we went out there and our offense just shat the bed and our defense was keeping us in games. Which is what we expected. That's what we anticipated. Mm-hmm. That's one thing. But to just not be able to stop a goddamn nosebleed with anything, that's supposed to be our strength. Can't get any pass rush. Yep. The secondary, Josh Norman, is... I won't even say a shell of himself. He's just liability. He's just garbage now. Yeah. The offense, Terry McLaurin, killing it. That's it. Case, I, the first two games actually played very well. Very. It's how it's happening. And now we have. there's no end in sight. It, it really is. And I. Patriots are winning by 50. I, 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 was, <laughs> I was surprised that. But actually. Seriously. Um, no changes were made with the coaching staff. I I know Jay Gruden is on the hot seat, and the likelihood of him finishing the season, I maybe a toss up at this point. I think he I thought he's a, he's going to finish. Yeah, Snyder's only fired one coach in season. Yeah. Um, you know, and it wasn't even Zorn. No, no, it wasn't even Zorn. After he hired a bingo caller to run this offense, <laughs> bingo, bingo, bingo. <laughs> you know, it, oh, it's I, I I'm surprised coaching staff. Changes have not been made yet, but you know what I what I notice after this debacle on Monday night is we all complain about Daniel Snyder and what he's done to this organization all the time. 
right. to complete exhaustion. We've put on 106.7. It's the same exact story. We reread, you know, Barry Sferluga or Thomas Boswell's articles. It's all parallel to just how poorly run of an organization this is. And that's really the the overall consensus locally. But now I really think that there is becoming a national narrative just on how badly run this organization is. Is that something that you have noticed or is it just me? Absolutely. I mean, you're, I mean besides the fact that Matthew Barry is a Redskins fan, mm-hmm. the fact that you're listening to an ESPN fantasy football podcast and they're talking about the front office and how much of a shit show yeah. it is, mm-hmm. the fact that Grand Danny aren't getting Barry Saluga, Thomas Boswell, the lo- their beat reporter, Craig Hoffman, whoever to call in. They're having national pundits call into Michael their show Lombardi and was... talk about how shit, how much of a shit show it is. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, they're getting national attention for it. And again, it's not because they're they're neck and neck with the Dolphins being the worst team in football. And the only difference between the two of them is that the Dolphins are doing this on purpose. Yes. Yep. So, of course, they're going to draw national attention. And <clears throat> Ian, you look so dejected right now, buddy. I hate it. I hate it so much. And this is also, it's just like, and again, this is something that we, the four of us know, anyone, all of our friends who are Redskins fans or fans of Redskins fans that are listening into the show right now, they all know this. Mm-hmm. But this has been going on f- for two decades. Yes. Since, since 1999. Two decades. And, and, and Dan Snyder. Nine years of Bruce. Da- Dan Snyder has destroyed what was once a proud and exuberant franchise and fan base, one of the best in Get football and all professional sports, one of the most storied franchise in the NFL, and is just buried. I, I tweeted them on Monday night. I was like, you've ruined something. And I, I'm not doing my normal bit and trolling the Redskins account. I was like, I, I just very just poignantly just said, you've ruined something that means so much to so many people. Right. And that mean like the the meaning meaningfulness of being a Redskins fan that's changing. You know, for example, Monday Night Football a few years ago, like you couldn't like stop at every stoplight where someone got a Redskins jersey on. Like you'll hear "Hail the Redskins," people yelling "Httr." Yeah, I saw nothing. Nothing. I was in the grocery store just hours before the game. There was not one person in a Redskins jersey. Not one person asked me about the game. Anything. Like I was wearing my London Fletcher jersey, which uh, his name is F L E T C H E R. At least I got it right on the the banister. Yeah. It's not Flector. 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 Um, you, you know, yeah, it, it's just hey, London Flector. <laughs> I think Flector hardly knew her. <laughs> locals are are just uh, Joe Arvis, friend of the program, goes. Turn, put the put the Nats game on. Like, stop watching this. And, and I don't blame anyone that turned it off. I know I would never. I I I don't blame anyone that has tuned turned the, but at the channel. At twenty eight, nothing. Even you and I just we're psychotic. Why do we, we do that to ourselves? Why do we, we suffer checked through? out? Yeah, well, yeah. We just started every time. I knew you guys checked out because usually in something like that, Tom goes in like a Twitter rage mm-hmm. or text rage in our group chat, and you guys were just everyone was just silent. Yeah. Like, that's, oh, that's when you texted. We're just going to sit here and just take it in. We yeah. accepted it. We yeah. accepted the, the crap. Even, even when we had the glimmer. Yep. Yeah. 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 So, I'm glad they just put out the glimmer quickly, though. True. They said, true. <laughs> no, 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 no. Yeah. Oh, no, you no, know, no. So, guys. Go, I, go get him, Case. I, I really think you're, and Chris Russell brought this up on 106.7 today. Porter, you're going to love this story. You got to listen to this one. Got it. Ready? So, apparently, you know what? One thing that local, uh, you know, cities do is they root for their other teams. So you know, when the Caps win the Stanley Cup, the Redskins would say, "Good luck, Caps." 
go go get it. And, you know, they do the same thing with the Nats. The Orioles do the same thing for the Ravens. And, you know, there's always just a communal um, communal type of support. Right. It has come from sources. I'm not sure if this is believable or not, but, you know, I don't think they deserve the benefit of the doubt. Snyder and Bruce were pissed that the Caps won the Stanley Cup. Yeah. Pissed that they're going to lose their own revenue. Is be, and they're pissed that there is a better product out there other than theirs. Yeah, it makes sense. You, did you see that today, Bobby? Too. Yeah, I heard him. I heard him. Uh, yeah. That's a, does that surprise you? Do you think they're pissed by that? No. I think yeah. they are. They're they're fucking. Surpri- no, no, no. no. I, I, that doesn't surprise me. Mm-hmm. No, they're they're absolutely pissed. Yeah. They're they're you know. McDonald's looking at Chipotle like shit. <laughs> <laughs> McDonald's is a, at least good though. Yeah. Uh, McDonald's McDonald's makes money. McDonald's is everywhere, but they're bleeding cash and they're losing people because they have a shit product. They have some. It is good. It goes down good. It doesn't stay good. True. I'll show. I didn't start him. Um, oh, you didn't start him. No. So, so guys, one of the questions I have for you is, what do we do now? If you're the if you're the general manager, if you're making decisions, what? Oh, what, hold on. There has to be a general manager yeah. first. Sorry. <laughs> That's what I was, that's my answer though. If if you are a decision maker, what do you do here? Well, that's the problem though. The the chief complaint here is the decision makers mm-hmm. are the people who are in position to make these decisions. And they're yeah. let's let's put it on the table right now. Nothing's going to change. Yes. We know this. Correct. Nothing is going to change. Correct. Bruce Allen should have been gone. And you see, Danny started his fire Bruce Allen yep. thread yep. like he did mm-hmm. with Ernie. Thank you. Nothing's going to change while he. Is in charge of the football team, which he never should be. Never, mm-hmm. ever, 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 ever touch anything related to the football. Yeah, Michael Lombardi said they didn't even allow him in the room during any time they were talking about player evaluation. <laughs> Nor should he be. That's crazy. Nothing's going to change while Dan Snyder owns the team. Yep. So let's just put that on the table. Now, and by some godforsaken miracle that I am put in charge or I am, they do this freaking make, I, I freaking make a wish you're the Redskins GM That's for That's exactly the day. what I mean, yeah. I'm first of all hiring a GM. Okay. I'm hiring Kyle someone Smith. competent sure. enough to run a football. I am doing what the Rams are doing right now. I am following. You lost Sean McVay. All right. I don't think Jay Gruden makes it through the season, but I bet you he's gone up. They're just not going to bring him back. His contract expires. They're just not going to let him walk. And he probably wants out at this point. I would too. Promote. Get. You go to Kevin Smith. Kevin Smith. Kevin O'Connell. Smith. Yes. I don't know where Smith came from. All right. You're going to be the head. You're going to be the head coach. Let's let's work together and find a, a GM that you can work with and build this team from scratch. We're going to do what the Dolphins did. We are going to trade Trent Williams, which should have already happened. We are going to just blow it up, and we're going to be like, you know, how Lefty Giselle made the Maryland UCLA of the East. We're going to be the LA Rams of the East. Mm-hmm. We're just going to do it all over, and we have, our, we have our core group of young talents and McLaurin and Dwayne Haskins and... Jimmy Moreland and Jonathan Allen and Dron Payne and Montez Sweat. We're going to build around them and, and Brandon Sheriff. Hopefully he, that extension comes to fruition. We're going to build around these guys. And, yeah, we'll, it'll probably suck for another year or so, but we're going to get good soon. And we're going to maintain that. And we are not going to let Daniel, Danny Boy, touch anything above signing a paycheck. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. what I'm doing. But right. that's a pipe dream. Yeah. Ian? Any, anything First and any, foremost, any, hire any, an actual GM. Any, Literally, ditto. So, ditto. You just promote Kyle Smith. Bye-bye, Brucey. Yeah. Sit your ass down. And, and look, does Jay deserve to be fired at this point? Probably. Yeah. Um, 
at the same time, I, I don't blame Jay for being Jay. He is giving the keys to an impossible situation, a situation that he succeeded better than two guys with Hall of Fame resumes and Mike Shanahan and Joe Gibbs, Hall of, one actually being a Hall of Famer. So, yes, I agree. At the same time, I, I think Jay's lost his locker room. He's lost the respect of the veterans, hence what he's... I, I don't know what's going on between him and Adrian Peterson, but it's not good. And he just looks like a man that's been defeated. And we see this with coaches that are about to get canned. They're just like exhausted and they they've tried everything and it's just not working yeah and you know i, I was thinking about this and, and what's really incredible is how many and barry Sparaluga said this how many people go into this organization and come out better not many if any can you name any well are we talking about like like preston smith did it <laughs> yeah well no yeah especially because he's out of here yeah that's what i'm saying like they uh, oh they Coming out better yes. because of being a Redskin. Yes, sorry, I should have ordered that. Like, do you get better like once you leave? It's like that happens all the time. No, coming out better because you've came came here. Uh, never drafted or otherwise. Just in general, like I mean, coaches, players. Does Clinton have the kind of career he did in Denver? Uh, he would have had a better career yeah, in Denver. He probably. To Santana Moss, maybe Santana Moss, would he have done better? And I, I, I guess just I, I see your point. The, the point is, no, is nobody, nobody. This is a place where careers go we to die, right? And you know, I I remember a few years ago having like a, a debate with Ian and a bunch of the guys about RG 3s last year here in DC, or the the year prior when he was still playing. Because remember, he rode the he was inactive for every game during uh, I think it was the 2015 season, and. The point was, the uh, I'm sorry, I, I think it was Jay that benched RG3. And I was against it because we, exa- we spent such a large inventory to get this guy. And he was so good at one point. I want to explore every single avenue to make sure unequivocally that he is either the guy or not the guy. And by benching him, I think it made that decision harder. At least that's that was my rationale at the time. Ian's point was... You should play either Kirk or Colt. Um, in, I think it was even more so Colt at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was like, we already know who Colt McCoy is. Why do you want to play Colt McCoy? And, and his point was, we got to see if these other guys can play. We got to see if you know Jordan Reed's legit. We got to see if Morgan Moses is legit, so on and so forth. And they aren't able to completely evaluate a player when they have inferior teammates, RG3 being one of them. And while I understood that rationale, I still thought, you know, looking back on it. But anyways, the reason I bring this up is can we properly evaluate our players when we have coaches that are putting them in the wrong positions? Jay Gruden is no longer putting his players in the right positions to succeed, and clearly that's happening on defense too. Would you give an opportunity to someone like Kevin O'Connell, a guy that they have deliberately made made sure that he does not leave this building and you know give the defense give the keys to uh, you know Jim Tom Sula or someone that's well respected amongst the locker room do you give the keys to someone else to one evaluate the players properly and then evaluate your future coaching staff because there's going to be a lot of turnover and do you do that now no, I mean if there's going to be a lot of turnover there's no point in doing it now because the coaches aren't going to be here like the guys making that, who, I mean, who's making the evaluations? The guys who are making that evaluations aren't. If you're saying they're not going to be here, mm-hmm. I, I think there's a lot more. This applies a lot more to the defense and the offense. I think, I mean, because again, and we talked about this, the offense hasn't been the issue through the first two weeks of the season. And if 
Case has the passing game. The rushing attack's been an issue, but that's always been. Jay's that's, all, that's another Jay thing. Yeah. So we, we knew that they weren't going to run the ball much. They would try to stay balanced, but the, this offense lives and dies with its passing game. And um, if if Case doesn't okay, – if Case has half the game that he did on Monday night, I mean, they're in it because whenever he wasn't effing up, they were moving the ball yeah. against the best defense in the fo- in football. Yep. So that's not the issue to me. To me, is it's the defense. What, you mentioned how you were surprised that there were no coaching changes. I – I was surprised Greg Minuski's still here. Uh, that's who I was There's to. way too much talent on this defense side of the ball mm-hmm. for them to be this bad, for them to be correct. one of the worst defense, if not the worst defense in football. There is just too much potential there. And and watching, like the eye test, like I don't understand. What's the point? I I would love to like be in like his like, Greg Minuski's press conference every week and just ask him like what's if, if this, at this yeah. point, what's the point not blitzing? Because you say Please. you say you don't trust your secondary, so you have to drop back eight or seven, whatever it is. But they're getting picked apart anyways. I, I can't. So at the worst case scenario, if you blitz the house, if you rush five or six, every, you know, on third down, the same situation happens. Like you, you're going to get beat anyways. Only, Might as well. So I would rather go down being aggressive, guys, than go down correct. being Let, soft and playing like a soft defense. Let's rush three. Can we? <laughs> Can we please? Nothing gets him <laughs> every single fucking time with the guy. How, how do you disguise a shitty secondary? And there's only no, one way. Yeah, and got to get pressure. John Allen, I think there was some shade thrown Greg Minuski's way in his comments the other day. Like oh, yeah. he's like we we've got to, and he said like I mean he was going on a rampage, but he said like he we, went on a rampage. We've got talent. Every team in the NFL has talent. It's how you use that talent. Yeah, and we're not being. He basically said we're not being used properly. Our scheme is wrong. A la DJ Swearinger, right? And look where that landed him. And mm-hmm. good luck cutting John Allen. <laughs> yeah. So that's my biggest concern is like if you're gonna if you're not I I can't I, I would agree that Josh Norman has uh, he's done like his just he just isn't well, who he he was when we brought him in. Mm-hmm. Um, he just gets beat constantly, even when he's playing prevent. Now, I would also say, go back to the tape. Some of them is not always his fault. He's being left on an island, and he's basically getting having to choose the guy over top or the guy below, and he's just getting beat. But also, you know, he got destroyed on that Tyler Gabriel touch, Taylor Gabriel touchdown mm-hmm. that he celebrated. Still celebrated. Yeah. yeah. Um, cool. But, you know, how are you going to properly evaluate a John Allen, a Montez Sweat, a Dron Payne, a Jimmy Moreland, um, you know Dunbar if he ever gets back on the field, Landon Collins who you signed along. Like if if Greg Nussie's not going to be your guy, you know, mm-hmm. I, I don't want him making the evaluations. Sure. Offense, I'm okay with because Jay's an offensive minded guy. Again, surprisingly, they haven't been totally our issue. It's been this defense that we thought would be way better, and they're just not. Okay. Well, let's just hypothetically speaking here. Would you? Be okay if Jay gets fired midseason and they look here, Kevin O'Connell. Here's the keys: try to make chicken salad out of chicken shit. Yes, I would be okay. Yeah, yeah. I mean, why? Why not? What do we got to lose? Because Jay's is sitting duck. Why not? I mean, why? Why Already not? Though, we're zero three. If we lose to New York, you can apl- everything. Just, yeah. Just well, just if they lose to New York, I mean, it's literally that dumpster fire. You know, it's no. so. It, it's NFL teams are starting to do this. Oakland did this last year. Miami's doing it now, and tanking is very prevalent in the NBA and in Major League Baseball, where they just start selling off assets, veteran assets, to acquire draft capital. Um, 
oh. are minor league prospects for baseball, right. respectively. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, you don't trades are not particularly common in the NFL, although it has become more um, less of a surprise now in comparison to you know ten years ago. Right. Um, you know, if it were me, I, yes, I I would fire Jay, give Kevin O'Connell the key, see what can happen, and sell off the veterans that we can sell off, and just acquire as many draft picks as possible, because despite all of the shit that's happened this season so far and the season prior to it, we have been developing talented uh, football players. Right. And not just from the first round, but you know, from the early rounds and late rounds, undrafted. I mean, we've been able to find talent, and that's what's so frustrating. And as Ian said, too, is that there, there's legit talent on this team. Yeah. And they're just, it's a waste. Young talent. Something that we typically never have. Yeah. yeah and it... it it is kind of just withering down to nothing. See, and the one thing, and it's so arrogant of the of Dan Snyder and his crew of yes men is they always think they're right. Always, always, always. always. We're, guys, that's what we, we know what we're doing. No, that's no, what no, my buddy don't. Ian Combs was. He went like on a Tuesday morning after they lost. Just went on. He's like, I cannot. I, I but that that's his biggest gripe. Is like he cannot believe that they sit in that room and they always think they're the smartest men in the room. They mm-hmm. always think that they're right, and it's like. We have a 20-year example sample size now. This is the 20th year that Dan Snyder's yep. on the team. 20 years of a sample size to and a track record to show you that you, that's wrong. You are wrong, sir. You are incorrect in the way that you're doing this. Sure. Now we have 10 years of Bruce. Okay. We, th- we, what? That, I'm that's sorry. I couldn't not, hear you past counting all of my money. Yeah. <laughs> that's not one or two seasons. That is two See. decades worth of sample size of you're doing this wrong. So there's revenue sharing, yes, Porter, but... Redskins are losing money now. Like our, our fan base has just diminished so it's substantially. This is the lowest e- ever, ever, ever. I mean, no one gives a shit anymore. And at this point, I mean, not only Snyder's got to be beside himself, but I think the thirty-one other owners are like, dude, like, you know, we the the DC market is so 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 important, and he's ruined it. Um. Yeah, awesome. Ian's face. So, yeah, he's just um, staring into the abyss. One last Redskins Next question for song. you guys. Um, when do you want to see Haskins? I thought we were going to see him last week at one point. I mean, I thought Case he'd be coming Keaton. out at the half. Yeah, it, I, you know, I... It also I, seems like he's not Jay's guy. No. Another thing why I think he will be fired halfway through the season, so Dan will get his way. Mm-hmm. Kevin O'Connell, and then Dwayne. I think... If we, if we, it's got to be after. Is Keenum still after, in his boot? Yes, he is. Yep. No, he, he practiced today. Oh, he did. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, he's full, full, full practice. Okay. I'd say if, if if he doesn't make it all the way through the New York game, or we lose the New York game, then well, yeah, that's the question, Greg. Yeah, that's a good point. Uh, he's he's going to be in after that because I'm, Colt is also supposed to be yeah. healthy now too. And Jay loves him some Colt. I, uh, I am I not throwing Dwayne Haskins into this fire. No. It's at I least not over. until after wait, the not until after the you Patriots have to wait game. After New England, yes, you cannot and like and if you missed it, I don't know if you guys listened to G and D today, but go watch the, the, inter- the interview with uh, Craig Hoffman. They had a good back and forth about this. It's like Danny's whole point is like he's all I care about at this point. Like his, pro- I want ten years of him, his progression. How is he getting progression? Well, he's not because he might not be. Jesus Christ, Packers! What the fuck are we doing? Please, Philly sadness. Um. You know he's not. He might not be Jay's guy. Jay's not ready to throw him out there. He's much rather roll with Case or Colt. 
I mean, there's so many what is. We don't know who's healthy and who's healthy enough to play. Ex- talking about Case and Colt because Kate in the boot, but he practiced. It was just a walkthrough he missed. Colt hasn't thrown a football in a month, so you know he's mentally prepared. He, he probably knows his playbook better than anybody, but can he actually physically go out there and stay healthy? I mean, it's just there's too many factors going in here, and like I said, I am not throwing Dwayne Haskins into this dogfight. Like I'm safe. At, you know, at I, least again, I'm still sticking with at least till after the bye. Yeah. If, if the season's lost by the bye week, which it probably will be, mm-hmm. just you know. But also, like what I mean, what offensive? You're thinking about the offensive line you're putting up, which actually hasn't been that much of an issue. I'm surprised mm-hmm. how much. Against how, the Bears, but that's to be expected. Trent Williams should be traded immediately. Yes. Sorry, Greg. Oh, uh, like no running game. What I mean, you got Terry, but that's it. I mean, Paul what, Richardson, nothing. Like, kind of what you point about your evaluations. What, what are you getting gained by evaluating him? What, what do you? I guess just experience. Like, I don't know mm-hmm. what new information we're going to get out of Dwayne Haskins if he plays this year. At least, uh, I now. mean, I would say valuable experience with minimal expectations. I mean, because we're not expected to win. You're just, like, throw, you're just throwing him to the dogs. Yeah. You're just throwing him to the dogs. You're basically setting him up to fail. Are you, okay, are you guys okay with that that picture, that one that went viral a little bit, the um, his body language <laughs> when Case is looking at the... Yes. Uh, yeah, I'm fine with that. And he's not paying. Yeah. He's not no, losing. Nobody's, he nobody's happy to be losing 28 to nothing and then and not being able to do anything about it. No. You see, not, I want him to have that face. I'd have the same yeah. one. You see the not Robert Griffin... Uh, he tweeted like about Mahomes. Patrick Mahomes, pretty much the exact same thing. Mm-hmm. It was like, oh yeah, <laughs> nobody could have success if they're not looking at the clipboard every single time. Yeah. So, Ian, when do you want to see him? After the Patriots. Okay. Dolphins. Yeah. Give, give him. That's good. Closest thing, closest thing to a college defense. That's Let's what. Well, that's what kind of what Craig Hoffman said. He was like, "That's NFL one on one." You know, yeah. it's like throw him to that. That's uh, that's the that's basis. Warm up. That's right. like a preseason game. Exactly. Oh, please score. Please be a fumble, too. Are you fucking kidding fumble me? Fumble Ruski. I, don't th- I think that's coming back. I thought his elbow was down. I thought he was down. Your elbow's down. Yeah, yeah but they do it. They right. call it like that so they can review it. So, all right. Uh, we're going to go around the league. Yeah, he's, he's down. Very much down. So, week three. Are you guys ready? Born ready. I was born. Molded by it. Week three's winners. <laughs> winners. There's a tie. Oh, the girls. <sighs> Hold on. No, I know it's not. I counted up maggots. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, first place is with eleven. Bobby. Hey. Porter. Oh yeah. yeah. Second place. Nice. Strong side. More ties. Left side. Tom. Daniela. Ten. Oh, look at you guys. That's cute. <laughs> and tied for third place, Ian. Healy with nine. Yeah, I hated this week. I hated <laughs> yeah, it. you were so bitter. <laughs> I was, so and it was supposed to be so joyous because like no Redskins on Sunday. All you do is figure about fantasy football, and it's it all yeah. shadow my face. Yeah. Um, At least you didn't pick the fucking Cardinals in your survivor pool. Yeah, which is I don't know why you did that. <laughs> I was trying to be cute. I, I, it's I, too I, early to be cute. I know that now. <laughs> but Cam Newton wasn't playing. Like, that's what I thought. And the Cardinals, the Cardinals like he were called, competitive. called me a bitch. And then 20 minutes later, Son of a out. Yeah, <laughs> just gone. He goes, bitch, I picked the Cardinals. I went to my app. I went to my <laughs> app. Right after that, it was like Dude, a fucking pick six. I went to my app to uh, make my, my, my <laughs> weekly picks in my family league. And like it's a CBS app, and so they're both CBS, and so but it was on my my survivor pool 
like page instead of the other one. So like I opened up the app and it just goes, "You've been eliminated." Like, Thanks, CBS. I know, you dick. So that leaves the current standings. First place, Bcat, thirty-three. Second place, there is a tie. Tom Porter, thirty-two. Ooh, Ian, you are behind with thirty. Oh, that's fine. Healy is tied with you, thirty as well. Yeah, I gotta stop picking the Redskins. <laughs> <laughs> when you when you that's send a three me point swing, when you that send is, me, I'd be I'd be in the lead right now. I would be. When you send me, your, <laughs> or you tied. Yeah, when you send me thirty, the, uh, don't you guys have thirty two? Thirty three. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, we'd be tied. It's when you text me your your <laughs> picks and you just go. 17, 14, hail. I'm like, <laughs> and all I said is, in. <laughs> I, go, I go, send it. <laughs> like, oh, God damn That's it. That's two weeks in a row where he's done that yeah. too. He's like, really? <laughs> <laughs> hail, baby. And guess what? It's going to happen uh, again. <laughs> you know, week three was an interesting uh, week in football. It was really the story of the backup quarterbacks. Don't do yeah. <laughs> Don't American do hero Gardner <laughs> Minshew. Keeps is Uncle a hell Rico. of a story. What a guy. Daniel Jones wins his first game as a New York Giant. Son of a bitch. Um, Teddy Bridgewater, great story in New Orleans, going to be in, winning a tough game in Seattle. His post-game speech made me tear up. Yeah, yeah. that was really good. Yep. Good for him. Um, Jacoby Brissett, he ain't bad, guys. As the, I, mean, uh, I said this. that, yeah. yeah as the Colts beat the, beat the Falcons, uh, the Panthers beat tools. Kyle Allen won. I mean, all these backup quarterbacks are winning. Jacoby Brissett is perfectly set to succeed. He's got... Weapons on the outside. He's got a great offensive line, and he's got a fantastic defense. Yes, and a great coach, and, and a great coach, and, and it's Wright. now his second second year in the system. I mean, he's he should succeed. I mean, I'm not saying like win MVP or Super Bowl, like, but the Colts nope, should be he's, good. He's taken with sure. the playoffs. Yeah. They're going to the playoffs. Absolutely. Um, you guys ready to get to pick them? Yes. Let's fucking go. Oh, the Browns suck too. By the way. Yeah, a little bit. Um, so I went first weeks ago, three weeks ago. Um, if we're gonna if we're gonna go clockwise, that means Ian is gonna start off. Is that correct, guys? Oh, I guess so. God, he is so. Funny. I hate him. <laughs> it is a bit. You pick. saying that he's bad though, right? It's a bit. No, it's not. He was wide open. Why did not Why did not hit him? That was that was across his body, going across the field on the not across his body. He was running to his strong side. It hit him in the. We'll hands. get to it later. He's running to his right, thrown to his. No, left. he threw it to the ground. Because he's running to his right, thrown to his left. Yeah, but he's still running to his. He's a right hand. It's not like he's throwing. He's running his opposite way. I thought that was a good throw. That was a good throw. Ooh, that looks scary though. Should I grab him by the neck? Anyways, right. we'll get into it. So, uh, Ian, we're gonna start with you, okay? Yeah. Um, which, Hail. by the way, um, <laughs> there yet? <Ian. laughs> oh, sorry. It's, the last I, it's literally the last. Pick. Oh, don't don't pick them. Don't pick them. I am on the Watch island me. here, as everyone picked the Packers, but me. So we're gonna start with Sunday one o'clock. But I got them covering. We have the Titans at the Falcons, a pair of, I believe, one and two teams, especially a Falcons team, which has very much underachieved oh, this year. Both Falcons, of teams are very confusing. Yeah, Falcons are favored by four. Falcons. Falcons. Okay. In the dome. Yeah. Porter, Falcons as well? Correct. All right. Probably going to eat a lot of Chick-fil-A on Sunday. <laughs> they put it in their stadium. But you can't eat Idiots. It. Idiots. Idiots. It's Georgia. <laughs> Georgia. 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 Oh, Falcons. They're they're a back and forth bounce back team. I don't can't 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 put my thumb on it. Both of these teams are very confusing. Very confusing. At home uh, Falcons. I'm gonna go with Falcons as well. All right. Um so then it goes to me. So we're going. 
Horseshoe. Okay. Yep. It's always a horseshoe. Guys, just which way does it's the like, horseshoe it's there like is a circle. Th- well, if I the started. Patriots are playing are undefeated. Mm-hmm. They are yeah. also playing another team that is undefeated. Mm. Only the Bills will win as <laughs> the three and Patriots play in Buffalo. As mm. the Patriots are favored by seven. Mm. Um, I am going Patriots win, but Bills cover. Bills Mafia loses. <laughs> <laughs> Pats. Uh, yeah, I'm going same as Tom. Only the Bills, I'm doing it, will lose. <laughs> Did you type it? <laughs> I, you, honestly, I, I could see. I Buffalo. could see them winning. Can't triple stamp, double stamp. Lloyd. Hey, guys, at some point in our lives, we got to go to a Buffalo Bills tailgate. I have to. <laughs> Is that I, a good idea? I will be amongst my peers. <laughs> I don't, I don't my people. I, I, don't, I don't think I could they survive They understand it. me. I don't think I could survive it. Are you gonna, <laughs> I don't think I'd do it. I'd I'd like to think I'd I could. They are but animals. realistically, I know I can't. They like to party. <laughs> they rage. What else is there to do with it's, Buffalo? It's way, it's way too much. I feel like they would point Beat me out and be eggs. like, "You're not drunk enough. <laughs> <laughs> Beat the shit out of this guy. Here, let me bite this can. You see that old dude? That old like kind of looked like my dad, but just like fatter. And he's just like they're tossing him beers. He literally bites it by his side, chugs it. They give him another one. He rips it again. It's like it's just eating skin off of a fucking chicken. <laughs> <laughs> it's just ripping it like it's nothing. That's awesome. All right. Next game. Chiefs at Lions. I believe the Lions have looked pretty good so far. Undefeated. 2-0-1. Uh, yeah. Chiefs are undefeated as well. Yeah. Um, Ian, what you got? Lions haven't really had a test, though. I think. My homies. Yeah, Chiefs for me. Uh, the Lions beat Philly last, this last is week. Also, oh, that's, that's right. That's true. This is in Mahomes' Philly. first game the in the NFL back in a dome. I think he's going to go for 500 yards. <laughs> <laughs> it's his uh, first game in a dome? In the NFL. Whoa. Yeah. Bob, Kansas City for you as well? Yes. Yeah, it, just a moderate defense gets the Chiefs to the Super Bowl. Or at least should. Should. All right. Next game, we got so Raiders Patriots. at Colts. Colts are favored by six and a half. Raiders one and two. Makes Colts sense. two and one. I am going Colts. Colts, but Raiders cover. Spreads here so far. Colts. Jacoby. Okay. Even without T.Y. Hilton, potentially. Um, Next game. Chargers at Dolphins. Chargers are favored by 15 and a half points. Um, I really, really hope the Dolphins win because you know they're going to beat us in a couple of weeks. Josh Rhodes is going to kill us. I mean, yeah. Um, Ian, the Chargers, oh, obviously. We go 0-6. Melvin <laughs> Gordon's back. Yes, he is. Uh, yes, he is. He's back. Yeah. I don't think he's going to play. Doubt. He's doubtful for he's, Friday. He's no, doubtful no. to play. Okay. We'll see. He's running back. You plug and play. I really hope. But, I, got a, I got Austin Eckler in a couple leagues. Chargers. Yeah, Chargers. Chargers. So excited. I was so worried I was going to have to wait. Like I was telling Ian before the podcast, last uh, waiver wire on Tuesday night, I was contemplating hard because Barkley went down that I was going to have to put him in the IR so I could get a spot for a quarterback. I was like, oh, my God. Like, do I? Like, I, like, I looked up as much news as I could. It was just like, how, like, what's going on, you know, with everything. And, like, his numbers are the same as Eckler's right now, and it's it's they're one and two when they shouldn't be or something. And I'm glad I didn't. Oh my God! Today, yeah. today I got the update. I was like, "Oh, thank God!" God, the Eagles have really two, two really good tight ends. Goddard's good, also. Yeah, 
Um, all right. Good okay, game here. Um, Tangalore. God in, damn it. <laughs> in uh, Baltimore, I mean, in Porter's residence. Um, Browns. One and two. One and two Browns at Baltimore the Ravens. Browns, two good. to one. At I'm sorry. Ravens are two and one. Um, Browns have been disappointing thus far. Yes, yeah. Yes, Baker right. Mayfield's been disappointing. Defense been, has been dis- disappointing. Um, what the, was, uh, the Ravens, on the other hand, have looked unbelievable, and you know they play, they had their first real test against the Chiefs last week, and they really, really held their own, in my opinion. They're the cream of the crop of that division. Yeah, we, I agree. We were wrong about the Browns. We were wrong. Yeah, I mean, as long as Lamar Jackson can stay healthy, he looks good. Umo Umo is freaking out by saying that right now. I know he's in his car somewhere. Us admitting when. I was listening to him about our picks for the week when we were on our way to the bachelor party, and we were saying everything. He was like, "You guys are, do you guys even watch football? The Browns are not good. The Pittsburgh's not good." Like, but we said screaming, Pittsburgh's not screaming good. Out. Fuck you, Mo. <laughs> just, he's very happy. Ravens fans get very upset if we don't validate. Oh, them correct. Times. Yes, that's correct. Yeah, and if they have a nine-win season, they cry. Acknowledge it. <laughs> All right. Just um, for that, go Browns. <laughs> I'm going to go, I believe, is this my pick? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to go Ravens, but I think Browns will cover. I think this will be a closer game. Uh, same thing, retweet. Uh, going Ravens. It's at home, right? He in wants Ravens to do Stadium. it. I really do. Yeah, it's at it was in Baltimore. Yeah, I don't think the Browns are going to do that well there. I think it's going to be loud as shit. Put me a mile in, boys. I can, all night I was like, nope, I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. <laughs> But He's honestly, doing it. but I'm doing it. <laughs> I do it just just because Umo inspired me by not even being here and still pissing me off. <laughs> he was he was talking shit all week. He wanted to come on the podcast and just like fucking yell. At yeah, not with Penn State tomorrow. That no, 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 that no, ain't no. that ain't the move, Bucko. <laughs> so uh, actually, I I really think they can. Yeah, I mean Ravens are better, but I think they can too. They absolutely can, and they're due. And also, the the if the Ravens hey. have. Um, the Ravens' biggest weakness is their secondary. <laughs> Mike Pence reported. The Browns has <laughs> Odell. Yeah, have Jarvis Landry. Landry. Yeah, uh, you know they have some excellent receivers. What's, so. uh, what's up with the uh, Njoku? I believe he's. Not I think he's, he's on IR. Really? really? Yeah. Ooh. All right. I, don't, um, I think it might be the eight-week IR. This game, this spread is closer than I imagined. The Panthers are going to t- uh, Houston. As uh, Panthers one and two, Texans two and one. Texans are favored by four. Ian, right? Mm-hmm. No, Texans. Deshaun. Deshaun. Carolina. Oh. Oh, you're going it. You're going Allen. He looked good, man. He did look good. He did look really good. But can he do that back to back weeks? Against a good Texans defense. Mm, We'll see. Beep. Uh Texans at home. I'm going to go Texans as well. I uh, I do think uh, I would take the Texans minus four. Yeah, I think they're too. a lot better than Carolina. I yeah. do too. All right, next game for me, we oh, got Bucks at Rams. Rams are favored by nine and a half points. That's yeah. an easy pick, guys. Um, Rams undefeated at 3-0, and even though they've Jesus. kind of underwhelmed. Um, they have. Yeah, the running game sucks. You fucking tell me about it. I got girly in both <laughs> leagues. <laughs> You know, He's running I, like a girly man. <laughs> I, I think that was of people's concern going into the season. Is there there was something snapped? Not not literally, but at the end of the season where he just looked exhausted. And I wonder if if it's fatigue or, or something. He's not himself. He's really not. He he's not. And I think they just McVeigh really ran him into the ground. 
uh, the year prior and then this year, this most recent one. I'm just not sure if he has enough you know, gas in the tank. And this is why you don't invest substantially in running backs. Uh, is that Rams all the way around for everybody? Yes, oh, yeah. and covering. Yep. Okay. Next I'm game. I'm not covering. Nine? Nine and At a half. Ten. I think I'm actually going to go Bucks to cover. Ooh. Dude, fucking Mike Evans. That's <laughs> yeah. why. Was a fucking. 45 oh points. Oh, my God. Yeah, I finally had, like, in our main league, I finally had, like, a, a good week. My my team actually finally played up to their standards. Yeah. Except for Aaron Rodgers and Todd Gurley. And then I'm, I'm going against Tom. And then all of a sudden, Mike Evans fucking comes to play. <laughs> and Evan Ingram. Oh, God. <laughs> So I had like I was like I was like oh this one we're playing each other in both leagues I was like all right he's got me in the PMIC that's a guarantee but I was like all right, I got him in bruise <laughs> well like, thirty eight points in the fucking first quarter I was uh, like fuck you like fuck you that's it, what I was like fuck fantasy football yeah this is bullshit so <laughs> why do I care so much about this stupid sport and it's uh like I. I remember, like, I turned. I was looking at it. I was like, "Oh my god!" Like, Ian's protected a lot more than me. A lot. And then, so I didn't check it for a while, and and then, like, an hour later, I think you even said, "Oh my god, Mike Evans!" I was like, "Yeah, what am I? What happened? What happened?" And then I like I pull it up. It says thirty-eight point. Jesus Christ! I was like, "My butthole's gate." That's what happened. Sorry. All right. <laughs> Next game, uh, Ian. We got <laughs> nice. Seahawks at the Cardinals. Guys, Kyler Murray's look good in my opinion. He's good. Um, yeah, they've been fun to watch. Larry Fitzgerald still got him. League. I did. I changed my mind. I went to the Cardinals too. For a survivor league? No. <laughs> um, all right. Ian, what you got? The Seahawks are favored by five. So stupid. <laughs> God damn. Bitch. <laughs> you know, it's so annoying, too. It's like, I'm probably smarter. Oh, so much smarter than everybody in that fucking pool. And that's mm. why you're out because you thought that you overthought it. Yeah, I, yeah. <laughs> I, I'm, no, and, and also I'm mad that I, I beat myself. Yeah, I beat myself. <laughs> playing down to my opponent. That's what I was doing. You were redskin. Fucking man. Mark Turgeon. It. <laughs> Saw him this weekend. You did see him this weekend. Kensington, bruh. I'm did taller you, than him. Did you draw him up anything? No, he didn't have his. He he, he can't even do that. Uh, all right. Nice. Uh, Ian, what you got? <laughs> I'm gonna take that. Back to back weeks, I'm picking them. Let's go, Cods. <laughs> Seahawks. Seahawks. Dude, I I want to pick the Cardinals too. They're 0-2 and 1. Mm-hmm. They're playing in Arizona, so I mean the, the Seahawks are a far different team away as opposed to home. Man. At a tight end though. Drizzly. Ooh. Drizzle, drizzle. Drizzle, drizzle. Ian, I'll roll with you, bud. Hell yes. Let's go, Cardinals. No island for me on this one. Oh, fumble! Get that fucking ball! Man. You sons of bitches! All right, um, kind of sucks. Aaron Next game. Gets me like five points. <laughs> what the fuck? A pair of two and one teams <laughs> as the Minnesota Vikings play the Chicago Bears. The Bears Ooh. are only favored by two guys. Yeah. Well, their their quarterback's not what he was last year. At least yeah. he's not starting out that way. He also didn't start out that can, way last year. Either. Can Kirk Cousins he beat a good team? Uh, Mainly because of Gabriel. Guys, I'm going to go Chicago. I think that defense is just... Uh, yeah, their defense is sick, and Gabriel and Cohen are fucking nuts, although they're I not think playing that as much anymore. Eat Kirk Cousins alive. Chicago for you, too? Yeah. Chicago. We're going to eat Kirk Cousins alive, but Dalvin Cook 
Just gonna cook them little sons of bitches. Yum, 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 yum. Run it. Staying on your eye. Box lunch. I'm coming back, bitches. <laughs> um, all right. The farm. If I just didn't pick the fucking Redskins every time. And I said, <laughs> literally at the end of the last year, I said, I can't do that again. <laughs> and here we are. <laughs> here we are. <laughs> definition ne- of insanity. Next game. <laughs> um, guys, Jalen Ramsey is still kept to his uh, trade re- request uh, as they travel to Denver to take on the Broncos. Broncos are favored by three. Oh, yeah. That's me. <laughs> like someone's supposed to be talking. <laughs> oh God, is he hurt? That's what I'm, that's what I was trying to watch. He hurt his hand. Broncos are winless at zero and three. Gardner Minshew, let's go, Rico. Uncle <laughs> Rico throwing the pigskin. Book it. The defense is tough. The Broncos defense is not the issue, but the Jaguars defense is good too. You're going, Gregory? Yeah, Jags. Ooh, now I want to take the <laughs> Jags. Garden okay. Minshew gets it done. Close. Three. Yeah, it's I think it's going to be a close Sweet game. stash, bro. I, am, uh, I guess I'll be in an island. I'm going to go Broncos. I think they'll win the game. Did you see him? He cut off his own jorts and then went to the yes. Washington State. I, I, already, I already said Garden uh, Minshew, new band name, called it. So I mean, he's just a legend. It's awesome. Um, future Barstool employee, most likely. <laughs> um, Jesus. Yeah. And so, yeah, I'm going to go Joe Flacco. Thank um, you. Joe Flacco. All right. Now, good game here, guys. Cowboys at the Saints. I, I, I got to say this, and it really bothers me. And I know it's only three games in this season, and this is going to sound hyperbolic. I think this is the best Dallas team I've seen. They're pretty good. I think it's just true, though. Yeah, they're, they're pretty good. damn good. Yeah, the, good. I mean, the, not like I'm saying. There's the best Dallas team. I, I, they're Super Bowl good. I I'm I never are. I never really wish for a player to get hurt <laughs> or anything, but it'd be really great if fucking uh, Zeke Elliott could like stop playing football so Pollard could fucking play because <laughs> he's, he's been sitting on my bench as a handcuff this entire time. And yeah. oh my god, I want to know. We start want that to happen for different reasons. Correct. Correct. Um. Yeah, their defense is unbelievable. Uh, the way Dak is playing, I think now we have a pretty good enough sample size that there's a big difference with Dak with Amari Cooper and without. Mm-hmm. And Zeke Elliott continues to do what Zeke does. And, uh, I mean, they can really beat you in every, any single facet. They can throw it. They can, you know, ball control, run the ball, and then they can kill you with their defense. It's uh, It sucks. It sucks. Um but fuck them. I'm going Saints. Hey. Damn right. You're damn right. Me too. I think Saints are pissed because uh, the Cowboys kind of started their, not downfall because they made the NFC Championship game and hosted it last year, but kind of their downward trend at the end of last season by beating them in the Superdome. So I think even without Drew Brees, Sean Payton will find a way. I think this team's going to rally around Teddy Bridgewater. I do too. They really, yeah. really like him. And I think Sean Payton finds a way. Yeah. Alvin Kamara's really good. Really good. And Michael Thomas. Really yeah. good. Terry McCorn has more points than Michael Thomas. Just saying. Let me go to Saints. Oh. You know damn well I'm not going on that island. <laughs> <laughs> Saints all the way around, guys? Sure. Damn. They're going to make it interesting. For a team that they we just p- said is Super Bowl. Well, they're going to make it very interesting. They also played three of the worst teams Correct. In, in all of football. They're about to get a really big challenge in in Giants, uh, New Orleans. Like, at, in New Orleans. Yeah. Like, it's going to be a really hard game. Bring it home. Yep. 
Here's a really shitty Monday Night Football game. The winless Bengals play the Pittsburgh Steelers. Steelers Ugh. are favored. Oh, Steelers haven't won a game either. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Um, There's a lot of 0-3 teams. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Steelers are favored by four as uh, Mason Rudolph has his second start. Guys, I think the wheels are falling off for the Steelers. Love it. Yeah. Glad um, I picked them to win. Love it. Ian, what you got? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, give me those bungles. Let's go bungles. They almost beat a good Buffalo team. And they almost beat a good Seattle team. Yeah. Yeah. Bengals. Record doesn't indicate. Can I uh, go tie? <laughs> <laughs> you can. Uh, Bengals for you. It's like yeah. betting double zero on roulette. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> Gotta hate when that thing comes oh up. My God, it's so <laughs> shit. It's the worst. It's like, like fuck, fuck you. You. <laughs> I immediately go to another Damn, table. I might go Bengals too, but I kind of want to go Steelers. I get one of those. I don't know. I feel like Tomlin will figure it out. I'm not saying I just like, don't, don't know try to Rudolph is that guy though. Yeah, that's true. Right. I'll go. I'll go. Right. I'll, I'll do Steelers. I'll, I'll, I'll be on that island. I'm gonna rock with you, Bob. Oh, sick! I have friends. <laughs> <laughs> Duh, friend. Duh. Join the club. We got jackets. What is that? Uh, I get one from Shrek. Okay, guys. Redskins at go to the Meadowlands to play the Giants as Daniel Jones has his second start. The New Jersey Giants. And he's already got a really awesome nickname, uh, and that's annoying. Oh yeah, uh, Danny Dimes. I and do like that nickname. I do. It's pretty good. So, you know what, what's been so maddening about this Redskins season so far is we have played basically two good quarters in out of – Nine. Twelve. No, wait. What? I can't count. Twelve total. <laughs> In odd. <no. laughs> I'm, I'm not. I'm not. Yeah, right. I'm not counting those first two. There has <laughs> there have not been many scenarios when the Redskins have performed well on all sides of the field. In particular, the defeat the defense. Two minute drill. Um, no Saquon Barkley. No chance. Rookie quarterback. Sterling Shepard just got put on IR. Really? Yes. With what? I don't know. I he's on one of my fantasy turf teams. So. <laughs> Gregory loves his turf though. So if you remember about, uh, well, Ian was at this game, of course, the Monday Night Massacre. Sure as fuck was. I was there too. The, oh yeah, and the following week, the Redskins played the Tennessee Titans, and won. A good Titans team. Good, better than us for sure, mm-hmm. and. You know, I, I oh, thought it was just what the, fuck? the team was so embarrassed from their loss on Monday to Philly that they're just like, there's no way we can they this better on the road. And better one on the road. I really think that's going to be the case, and that's why you, you're seeing a spread of only two and a half points right now. I think the Redskins are going to squeak it out. Um, I'm going to go 24 to 23, last second field Ooh. goal by Dustin Hopkins. That sounds stressful. To the play. I agree. One o'clock on a Sunday. Rookie quarterback. Two best offensive weapons not playing. This defense is probably pissed. They got to show something. Push them. Pull them. Do something. (laughs) Uh, Assuming Case plays, which I think he should if he's healthy. And... He's going to want a bounce-back game. Jay will design a, a scheme for him, and this Giants defense is trash. I think the Redskins actually get their first win. It's a desperate move. They have to. I think they're going to be desperate. Um, I'm going to go... Oh, I'm going to go 
twenty to ten. Redskins. Nice. Redskins get out of di- a pull away with a late field goal. They have a nice drive in the like fourth quarter to put it out of put it uh put it away. Okay. Uh, twenty-seven, twenty-four. Redskins. It's gonna be a shootout because both their defense suck. Hey, that could happen. It could it happen. happen. Do I go in my island? No. <laughs> yeah, right. I think Daniel Jones got. I'm just go, so glad that he started last week for right. the first time and yeah. not this week. Because if that was the case, we'd get whooped. Hey, Greg Minuski, put some pressure on the fucking rookie. <laughs> How about that? Nah. I mean, novelty. We'll, we'll see what happens. Why would you do such a thing? Hail. Obviously. Uh, hail. Yeah. Um, 21 to 10. Price is right. I'll see you, cutie. Right. <laughs> I'm surprised there's not a more surprised that I picked the Redskins to win a game. I was shocked. I thought I was going to be you're, on an island well, here. Well, so your reasoning, your reasoning was sound. I, I, I hear what you're saying. That, that was, you took the words out of my mouth. That was going to be my reasoning. Not the whole Monday night thing, but like I just think I agree with you. Mm-hmm. That's why I'm not too shocked. And like you're not, well, I mean you could, but you're not going to actually expect them to go like 0-16. So there has to be a win somewhere. And we all thought beginning of the season this was going to be a, a win. So you know, yeah. win. you know, you know what's going to happen right now because rule number six: Tom doesn't pick. Oh. I'm kidding. Yeah, <laughs> Tom shouldn't pick the Redskins. Jags become goats. That actually should be a rule. Um, Wayne Gallman's probably going to go for a buck eighty and two touchdowns. So, um, yeah, Gallman's going to go off. <laughs> yep. Who's our, the next our stout defensive line? Yeah. Um, you know, at, at some point, I, I feel like how do the Redskins win this game is they have ball control and they finally have a balanced offense. For some reason, um, Jay is just not feeding Adrian Peterson. Um, I, I, yeah, I start, I'm starting him one of my leagues. Oh, what a, oh he oh, caught that. How the fuck? What a catch. Wow. And then got up and had the presence of my... Yeah. Oh, man. That pack, oh. I'm also just glad that uh, Golden Tate does not come back from suspension oh, this week. Oh, yeah. That's true. That's true. He'd go Mike Evans on us. All right. So, um, yeah, we'd like to see maybe some um, running the ball. I'd maybe like to see a quarterback sack or two. Um, quarterback sneak when necessary. Yeah, that'd be nice. Tom called that one Montez sweat sack. Touchdown. Hey, there I we mean, go. With nine to spare. Like I said, Come on. Aaron Rodgers two minute drill, one minute drill is just is I picked up nobody I bl- better. I picked up and I believe I started MSV, and I don't think he has a catch yet, so that's cool. Oh boy! All right, guys, um, that's about an hour and twenty worth of football. Football. Keep in mind, the first twenty were Porter. Yeah, true. Porter's football talk. So, hey, <laughs> game changer. So, Go you know, Browns. After- my life is dope. I do dope shit. <laughs> so here, he, uh, playoffs are just around the corner for Major League Baseball. Uh, a week away. Under Bobby, week away. here were your picks for the playoffs. Oh, damn. I was wondering oh, about this, shit. too. <laughs> Bobby, you picked in the National League the Nats to win the NL East. Damn it. Milwaukee Brewers to win the NL Central. Damn it. <laughs> hey, no, that's that it could. I mean, oh, that's true. Yeah, they're, they're, like they're, a, they're a game behind. Yep. Are they really? Yeah. Yep. You picked the Dodgers. They will not lose. Yep. No, they, they won again today. The uh, Dodgers to win the NL West. That that's right. That was easy. That you was picked literally <laughs> the easiest one. To you picked the Phillies and Rockies as wild card teams. Damn, neither of which it. did it. Um, you picked the uh, New York Yankees to win the division. Correct. The Cleveland Indians to win the AL Central. Incorrect. 
and the Houston Astros to win the AL West. Uh, up for no, they no, they got it. They clinched. Yeah, and you um, picked the Red Sox and Oakland A's as wild card teams. So you got one. I got one. Yep. Huh. You. What a shame. You. What a damn shame that is that the defending World Series champion Red Sox don't make the playoffs. And they fired their GM a year after. Uh, that is just uh, the yeah. best. The best boss. Yeah, the one, uh, you hate to don't see. Don't you just it. hate to see it? That's. I feel so bad. So um, you picked the Yankees to win the World Series over the Brewers. That could still happen. That could very well. Hey, that could, you, that your guys. I'm excited it. for. I think, you don't want that to happen. No, but especially if it's the play-in. Well, Astros Yankees ALCS will be so good. All right. Uh, yes. Next one, Ian. You picked the New York Yankees to win the AL East, the Cleveland Indians to win the AL Central, who are most like maybe a wild card team. They're I think they're like a half game they're behind. Like, yeah. The Houston Astros to win the AL West. Yep. The Red Sox and the Tampa Bay Rays to go to the wild card. So you got the Rays. We both got half. Well, half so far. Half it? Okay. Good. Okay. I'll take Do the Rays it. clinch? Uh, I'm checking the thing right now yeah. as we speak. So. Um, Red Sox, man. They've, <laughs> what a fall from grace. You hate to see it. Yeah, Ian, you picked it. the Nats to win the NL East. So close. The Brewers to win the NL Central. Mm-hmm. Very well happened. The Dodgers to win the AL West. You picked the Rockies and Phillies. Just like Bobby. Everything <laughs> <laughs> wow. You guys had this same exact... <laughs> Did we really? No, yeah, except, except the, I had the A's, you had the Rays. The <laughs> oh, no, I mean in the NL, sorry. Oh, um, in the NL, we definitely had the same. Yeah, Jesus Christ. Yeah, you do. <laughs> <laughs> you have the Yankees win the World Series over the Nets. Um, uh, which would just be the worst. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that'd be horrible. Horrible. I want nothing to do with that happening. But um, Tom picked the Phillies to win the NL East. For the record, Oakland has a half-game lead over the Rays in the wild card, and Cleveland's a game and a half behind. Got it. Um, I picked the Phillies to win the uh, NL East. That didn't happen. Thankfully. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. um, that's okay. That's how you do it, Tom. That's yeah, how you that's, pick. That's how you do oh, it. Oh, I did that on purpose. I know you did. Um, I picked the St. Louis Cardinals to win the NL Central. Could very well happen. Yep. I picked the Dodgers to win the NL West. Duh. And I picked the Rockies and Cubs, both of which have been since eliminated yep. as wild card teams. Um, I picked the Red Sox to win the AL East. Damn shame. The Indians. The Astros got one right, and then the Yankees and Angels. So I got two. Two. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And the, and the AL? And I have the Astros beating Paul Goldschmidt's St. Louis Cardinals. <laughs> Paul fucking Goldschmidt. Paul fucking Goldschmidt. <laughs> Goldschmidt? <laughs> you got Goldschmidt? <laughs> Can you get... You get that as a soundbite? Yeah, probably. <laughs> that was the was that the, I don't uh, remember what the episode baseball that preview was. episode with Umo? Yeah, no, I'm I'm not uh Umo picked the Red Sox to win the AL yeah. East. Yeah. The Indians, Astros, Angels, yeah. and Yankees. So we got two. We had the same Nick and I had the same exact prediction. Or copycat. Um what did he, I go also, with? he also picked I'm getting <laughs> fucking Oscar the Grouch. No, no, you're gonna, you're, you're, gonna you're gonna really <laughs> like your answer. <laughs> Umo picked the Nats to win the NL East, the Cardinals and Dodgers, and picked the Braves and Cubs to the wild card. So he got four out of five in, in the National League, which is really impressive. Um, he has the Dodgers over the Red Sox. Porter. So who got the most? Um, I think Umo. Umo. At least in the National League. Uh, we have to count it up. Yeah, I got I wasn't, it. I wasn't adding. Um, 
probably Gregory Porter. It's for sure. Well, Gregory. this is where it gets Five really taquitos. interesting. Um, interesting. I, <laughs> I, I, I wrote down what Porter, who, what Porter predicted, what's going to happen in baseball. One hundred percent sober too. I'm sure. Yep. Yep. Um, <laughs> he picked uh, DC United. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Nice. Is that the only answer that he gave? Yeah, they, I think they made, <laughs> they, they made the playoffs. He's not wrong. They made the playoffs. It's the only uh, and the Washington Spirit are like a game away from making the playoffs. Yeah, they, they, go Sticks. I'm, tell, I'm telling you guys. And the Sticks are in the WNBA Finals. Yeah. All right. EDD. So, dude, what's the other girl? Uh, Messelman? Yeah. The Belgian? Yeah. Tall? Yeah, oh, yeah she's good. Dude, she could stroke. Uh, Lurch was talking about uh, he saw Elena Deladon at, at the Atlantis Resort in the Bahamas and talked about how silly she was in, in a bikini. So nice, um, very nice. He's also doesn't like, have a chance though. Nope. <laughs> no, yeah. Nope. Um, all right. So more on the baseball. You know, it, it was it was a really rough. It was just Monday was so debilitating, and the Redskins have really just sucked the life out of us. And you know, watching the Nats clinch was it Tuesday night, Bob? Yes, After, dude. But yeah. did you watch them clinch? <laughs> 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 it says connectivity issues. For some reason, every freaking station was working on my television. All of the TVs, except for Masson. Masson 2 was working. I checked for you, too. Masson 2 yeah, was, was working. Nice. Everything but the Nats game. And I was so mad. I was like, I kept on refreshing. I like unplugged. When you move, should have just came over. (laughs) Sure. When you move, dude, get Verizon, dude. I, I was just like, I was in here. I was like, and then like you guys are texting, and then Trey hits a grand slam, and like you and Umo both immediately like, oh my god. I'm like, what? (laughs) What's happening? happening?" It was you. You did it. The two Orioles fans were watching. Yeah. (laughs) So then, then I tried to go to standard definition. And I have uh, Comcast set up as Auto 8 HD, and you can't turn it off. Or at least I couldn't figure out how to turn it off. Greg. Yeah. Greg. Oh, shit. Greg's gone. <laughs> so finally. Daniela. Yeah, she's just saying. I finally get, they finally turned off H, Auto HD for me. So I, I got to watch, like, literally as soon as the third out came. Um, so I got to watch the celebration, That's which cool. is. Awesome. Um, you know, it was just something that uh, after watching what the Redskins have done over the past three weeks, it was just something that you just, you know, just enjoy it. You know, not many teams get to, to see this. And, and I know I, I certainly think that a champagne celebration for a wild card birth is certainly premature at the same time. Agreed. Yeah. You too know, much celebrating. In way too much. Celebrating. At, at the same time, you just played a sport every single day for over six months. I get it. You know, it's a lot of fun to watch from a fan's perspective, but and you were twelve games under five hundred. Yeah, at one point only two other teams in the National League history have done that before. I think yeah. they said May twenty fourth, probably. I don't know five hundred times and nineteen and thirty one. Yeah. Yes, May twenty fourth, nineteen thirty one. If anybody gets like that bitten. wrong, what is wrong with so, you? So Bob, beaten into my. How brain did that. how did this happen? I honestly think, as cliche as it sounds. It's really, I mean, and I know you were a Davey hater last year. I don't know how you feel about him now. It's honestly just his mentality all throughout the season. Because, I mean, he said it a thousand times too last, or too, sorry, Tuesday night when they were taught, when they interviewed him. I, May 20th, he said it himself, May 24th. I went to my office and I said, we're making the playoffs. We're going to do this. We're going to turn this around. I honestly think it was just his 
day by day mentality. Mm-hmm. Win today. Go one day or oh today. <laughs> Focus on today. Don't worry about the long term, and it'll come. You know, I, I think as a, instead of all right, well, we got to win this series, or we got to go eight and ten over the next. 10 games, or we got to go 8 and 10 of the games. You know, it's just focus on today, do your job today, and we'll see where we're at. And uh, and to, to their credit, to his credit, they did it. They have pulled, again, they pulled off something only two other teams in National League history have ever done, um, which is to go start, from, be 12, 12 games under 500 at any point in the time in the season and make the playoffs. I mean, there was a segment on MLB Network about what the Nats should do, and it was it featured everyone just trading. Um, um, just trading, uh, you know, everybody off, oh, and um, you know, it, in addition to that, it's, you know, I mean, I remember Boswell writing, Fairluga writing, like it's just something's got to give here, yeah, and Some, well, something's got to go. And I, I remember Boswell saying, you know, one of the worst things to see in life is just bad things happening to good people, and by every stretch of the imagination, Davy is a great dude. It's just. I don't think he's it as a manager. And that was not my words. Well, it is my words, but, um, you know, that was Tom Boswell's words too. And right. I mean, I don't think anyone saw a, I mean, I didn't think we were 12 games under 500 bad, but um, to see a comeback of this magnitude, um, it, it's just, it was really fun to watch. It yeah. really was. Um, it was. It was incredibly gratifying. And to me, I guess being a DC sports fan, how often are we like the brunt end of the joke? How often do we see sideline laughter at our expense and, and things like that? And to clinch the playoffs, to clinch the playoffs against your hated rival in the Phillies as your ex face of the franchise went there and Bryce Harper and to shove it down their throats and shove it down his stupid freaking throat. And all my yes. feelings are hurt. And then that happens. We, he strikes out three times a day. It was just suck it. Yeah. Five game sweep. Eat all the dicks. Five game sweep. That's and, and clinch day. Philly, Philadelphia sadness at all times. Oh, all times. At all times. And on clinch on Tuesday, and I didn't think they were going to clinch Tuesday because they needed everything to go their way. Magic number three. Three. And FP Santangelo, I believe, mentioned on the broadcast who was the last time a team went in to a single day with match number three and clinched that very day. I want to know that answer. I, it might it's not have happened. It's got to be zero. <laughs> so you sweep the doubleheader, and you still need the Pirates to beat the Cubs. And the Cubs have sucked over the past two weeks, obviously, but the Pirates are now one of the worst teams in baseball. And they had the Cubs had Kyle Hendricks going, who has been their most consistent pitcher all season, and he was no-hitting them through six. And I talked about it today <laughs> with uh, Paul Mancano on our, on our Nats podcast, and it was like a span of like, 10 minutes where yeah, Trey, the sixth inning. Yeah, Trey hit the grand slam and and the Cubs just completely melted down in the in the bottom of the 7th in their game and and gave and gave up seven runs and we're down 7 to 1 mm-hmm. to to the Pirates it, and everything was adding up where like okay, they won game 1 then the Nats of the doubleheader. That's great. Game 2 with Max on the mound and and Tom were you watch, you weren't watching any of, you didn't see any of game 2, right? No. The game. Good job, Comcast. Um, but you would have you would agree with me. It looked like I was I was sitting here. This is my biggest fear for the wild card game. Max going out, only give him a couple yeah, of runs. Yeah, and but the the Nats just not pushing anyone across. And I was like, this is what's going to happen a week from tonight. This is what's going to happen. Max is going to start. We witnessed in four other playoff Correct. series. He's going to be nails. He'll give up. I think he'll give up two home runs. Um, those were his only mistakes. But that's going to be it. And the Nats are not going to score. Which can also very well happen because obviously the Brewers bullpen is way better than oh, yeah. the Phillies, 
And I was like, this is exactly what's going to happen a week from now. Cue the Trey Turner Grand Slam. Cue the Cubs just imploding in on themselves. And it turned into a fantastic night. And I agree totally. Too much celebrating in baseball. Champagne and, and beer showers and the conga lines and the, the dancing, all of that. That was pretty cool. It was cool. <laughs> it was, and this team parties. It's fun to watch. But for a but wild card, like. It's wild card, Bruce. All right. You're not even guaranteed home yet. Yeah. You, and that's the other thing, too. Is like, we still have to play. Yeah. The Brewers are right there. Yes. And it's um, one game. Do you, yeah. think, do you think it's just an excuse to get hammered? And but then I, but I go back and forth yeah. between this because then also, like, I get it. 162 games every day. You've been pl- putting in the work since February. Mm-hmm. Not that, you know, and coming back from 19 and 31, like, that is hard, man. Yeah. And I, I would, I, I would try to put myself in their shoes. Mm-hmm. I would want to celebrate yeah. that, that feat as it, well. You know, uh, there was a tipping point. I, I don't know what specifically that was, but for some reason, when Gerardo Parra came onto this roster, the, the, the team dynamic changed. Yeah. And they played more loose, and there, there is definitely this. This clubhouse is really, really close. It's a close knit team, and you, I mean, you can tell with just what they're doing in the dugout alone. It's just, it's so much fun. I, I love watching just what they're doing in the dugout, before, even after a home run. And we um, talked about this, I believe, in the Baby Shark Man. Yeah the uh, the baseball preview episode we did all those months ago, where like there's. The, you know the pressure's off in that clubhouse. Mm-hmm. Bryce Harper is not there. You know, yeah. there's it's not so tense anymore. Not that he made it tense. It's just like his, you know, his hovering you free know, agency. Bryce called DC fans classless. And yeah, his, and his what, wife. Like, what is he bitching about? He wants to get back to those loving fans in Philly. Um, <laughs> well played. He, you know, there was just a way more relaxed atmosphere for this team this year. It felt like, and I feel like that, like. This would not have ha- this wouldn't have ha- and it didn't. This would not have happened last season. Mm-hmm. Um, it didn't, and um, you know, again, I think it was worth celebrating for them to celebrate where they got to based on where they came from. Sure, it was, and that celebration was a lot of fun to watch. It was a uh, party. There's so many <laughs> different characters, man. I mean, like the young Gomes. I mean, he's not, he's not, but like the Brian Dozier's, the Kurt Suzuki's. You know, obviously all the young guys, but then Max. Uh, there's a good mixture of just like fun. Happy-go-lucky guys it's, that mowed well, and the kind of the message that Davey presents. I've had it. non-Nats fans, Ian included, and a few others like they're just so much more likable now that Bryce is gone. It's I was incredible. Gonna, I was going to tweet you the other day. It's like, look who's slightly rooting for the Nats now. Oh, I was absolutely. I was pulling hard. Yeah, I was watching. I can't say the last time outside of this year that like I just actually turned on a Nats game to just watch the Nats. Yeah, that never happened. But now, no, no Bryce. Bryce? Count me in. Yeah, it's not hard. Root for it's right really there. hard. Like they're just a bunch of good guys. Mm-hmm. There's really nobody to dislike on that team. Yep. Yeah, I think if if uh, Bryce Harper had the season that uh, Anthony Rendon just had, he would be the MVP without question. Yeah. True. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. And he he's been incredible, and I really like that. Was probably my favorite part of the celebration <laughs> when everyone <laughs> circled around cool. him. That in the conga line, actually, I I that I I just pictured the whole time. I was like. I just wish Bobby was there because it <laughs> literally looks like the most fun I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. Um, uh, last question about baseball, guys. Um, DC United wins. Yep. Bobby, yes. Ian, who start? If you're uh, making the decision for the Nets, who starts the wild card game? I'm going. I'm going. It's Mad Max. Max. You're going, going Max. I'm going Mad Max. I know Strauss has been killing it, but mm-hmm. there's one game. One game. I'm putting it in that psycho's hands. We talked about it on the podcast today too, and 
there's definitely an argument for Steven Strasburg. Sorry, Absolutely. He, Absolutely. He, he, he's earned it. You know, the lifelong national career year. ERA is better. But the stuff's better. I, I think, and I, this is something that I've heard echoed throughout kind of the fan base and the media. Like, I I can suffer a loss if Max is on the mound. I yeah, can't. Grant said that today. Grant Paulson did? Okay. Yeah. So I can't go into that game, not pitch Max, and lose. like, you got, in a winner take all, you got to throw your best. And the best of the best. And I, I know the numbers speak for Strauss right now, but on a daily, on a, any given day, you got to go down swinging with Max. If you don't go down swinging with Max, then, yeah. I mean, I, he's your bulldog, he's your ace, he's your Cy Young winner, multiple Cy Youngs. You, you got to give him a chance. Uh, to go to go put you in a position to win I, or to win it. You guys you. are kind of selling it to me, but I, <laughs> I I'm going Strass just because well the numbers prove to it just in the the year that he's having at this point. And also he has a better postseason numbers too. That game four in Chicago in Wrigley Field was one of the best individual performances I've ever seen in my oh, lifetime. Oh, that was amazing. I mean, he was nails. He threw eight innings of shutout baseball in in one of the most one of the harshest environments in the sport. Um. Yeah, I'm going stress. I I think you you're riding the hot hand, a guy that has is a seasoned veteran that's played and pitched in bigger games than this. Um, I mean, as has Max too. Uh, I I just feel like at this point, Strasburg has reached another level as a premier pitcher, just from a mentality's perspective. He, he you just remember like when a lazy ground ball would get through or or, or some kind of an error would happen, it just he would be so dejected. Or it would be too cold. Yeah. Uh, like it, it always had to be 70. Delay. It always had to be 75 and sunny for him. Right. Um, but that, that ain't football. <laughs> that's not football, man. I don't think that's the case anymore for him. And uh, I, I really, I would go with Strasburg at this point. Um, maybe you can have a scenario where, you know, he goes four, Max goes four, something like that. I mean, I, I've I've never first. seen, I've never been in a wild card game, so I mean, it's managed in a completely different style of, uh, of from a Anything strategic that one win. Yeah, yeah, I, it's all hands on decks. I I think uh, all hands on deck. I think Davey has alluded that they're probably going to go with Max, um, and that the, he has talked to all four of the starters: Max, Strauss, Corbin, and and Anibal. I think they're going to be ready because, like like I said. It, Win or go home. You got you got to throw your best, and, 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 and there's no bullpen to trust. Yeah, and this this team is dangerous going into the playoffs, strictly because of our, our starting pitching. Um, usually, starting pitching that's the thing is is just weight of this so team much. Is built starting for pitching a wins championships every single year. It's um, it is so much harder to hit when you know that cold air hits in October. And uh, you, you'll see a lot of two to one games, something like that. There's yeah. not a lot of high score, not a lot of home runs, even though that might change now that balls are juiced. But um, yeah, I'm going stress. It sounds like you guys are going Max Porter. You're going DC United. Yep. Rooney. Okay. Rooney. Um, <laughs> get him on the pitch. Well, we are at the hour, 38 minute mark. Jeez. Porter, it is your time to shine, my friend. Oh, hey. Oh, hey. What do you got for us? He already had his time. Yeah, he did. <laughs> Um, does anyone here have Paramount? No. What the fuck is that? It's a channel on cable. Oh, oh like the yes. Paramount station? Yeah. Like, Par- believe, like yeah. the Paramount movie production. Yes. Their station. Yes. My parents do. So if you like what Daddy has it. <laughs> Yellowstone is. Oh, the Costner one? Yeah. Is it good? It reminds me a lot of Sons of Anarchy, but not the overt criminal element. I think I watched the first episode a while back. Didn't didn't grab me. It, keep going. It's uh yeah, I'd keep going. It's like it's one of those where 
the bad guys, you're rooting for the bad guys, and the good guys are the bad guys. Got it. If that makes sense. Yeah. Um, right for the anti-heroes. Yes. Um, it's really... It's a really good dynamic. It's it's about a you know I don't know I can't tell if they're wealthy or not. I mean I think they are, but it's just like a massive landowner in Montana that is controlling all of this land and the cattle. Uh, Are we talking about your fantasy land or something? Yeah, pretty much. (laughs) Um, And it's it's basically about everybody else trying to take this family down and the family having its own internal struggles and fucking itself over it, but still doing good at the same time and like kind of pulling it out at the last minute. Like it's, I like it. It's a really good show. Um, I think I'm probably going to be in the minority and this liking it um, just because of one Kevin Costner, Montana Western. It's, it's, it's it's got it's it's got me it's got me pretty good <laughs> they, they 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 pegged me in a, in a round hole pretty easy um but uh i i really enjoyed it i, I binged through six episodes uh they're an hour long each the first one's an hour and a half um and just kept going so uh if you like those kinds of shows you'll and you have access i don't have paramount elaine has paramount so i can only watch it at her place when she's not around because she doesn't care mm. but cool. it's great Cool. Awesome! Very cool. I want to. I want to be a goddamn cowboy. <laughs> we know. <laughs> Bobby, question for you: Have you watched Breaking Bad? No. Okay. So spell show. No. How, but how, breaking how, news: I finished The Wire. Awesome! Hey, good All right. You. Tell me everything. Well, without spoiling well, what, anything. What's your? You. What was your question? Uh, I was going to ask about the El Camino movie. Coming the, out com- I saw the trailer. I saw that trailer. Yeah. Which one's that? Well, don't watch a trailer. That dude. No, watch Breaking I, Bad first. I know what happens in Breaking Bad. I don't care. <laughs> I'm not going to watch Breaking Bad. You should. You should. I amazing. tried. I didn't like it. I did. I, very slow. Ask them. I didn't like the first season either. I think I got through like halfway through two and I didn't like it. And I was like, I'm It picks up. It's amazing. Yeah. yeah. Anyways, so. Bitch. You finish, you, bitch. bitch. Yeah, I can't fucking stand that. It talked about a character that I hated and then I ended good, up. Good character it. arc. Heck of an actor, too, at least. In, See, Game of Thrones, that's how you do that. <laughs> Bob, thoughts hey, Bob. on The Wire? Uh, it's Tom, it's now one of my favorite shows. It's up there. It's it's v- incredibly good. I think the writing, the acting, the storyline, I really like. The parallels between now and this was filmed 20 years ago. Well, like, I'm, that's what, like, the fifth season with the media, like, mm-hmm. I was like, being in the media, I was like, this is this is already ha- this is happening yeah right now. i mean and just like the newspapers and stuff and the way it manufacturing news they cover yeah. and pick stories and how they like kind of tweak stories and stuff like that it's fascinating i really like the five seasons we're focusing on different things each season different with themes. the same character like same character same storylines i it was really well done um it's also i mean obviously being shot in baltimore like one of our hometown cities cities that we a city that we know really well like all the little obviously written and directed by Someone who's from David Baltimore Simon. and covered Baltimore. He's actually from Montgomery County. He's in Umo. Oh, he's in Umo. Oh, he's in, well, <laughs> knowing the city, like the little nuggets they drop uh, about the city that only if you're from here you would pick up. Like, sure, it's really really cool, and um, I I enjoyed it a lot. I loved it. Did you have a favorite season? So so Megan and I, uh, you, you, we talked about ranking. She seasons. likes season four. Yes, most. I know she does. I really like season four too. So do I. I think I'm gonna go. Damn boy, I'm going season two's last. Okay, really? Yeah. See, a lot of people don't like season two. Yeah, I thought that. I've heard that a lot. That is huh. not an uncommon take. Yeah. I, it's not that I didn't like it. I just think um, 
in comparison to the other ones, it's not as good. Whoever the fucking the main character in two, who's Frank Spotka? Uh, no. Cool. Yeah. The son. Oh, um, um Nikki. Nikki. Mm-hmm. Oh, he's he, uh the guy who's in thirteen hours. And he's been like in a yeah. He's in a whole bunch of things. I fucking I loved him in that. He was fantastic. Yeah. I don't think there was a bad actor actress in that show whatsoever. Um, Bob, so you go. In, I think I'm gonna go three. I agreed. It's so good. It's so good. Oh man, I might go. There's not a, there's not a down episode in that entire right. season. I'm gonna go three, four, one, five, two. I, I, I go three, one, mm-hmm. four, two, five. Okay. Uh, yeah, you know why five is down there for me. I don't. Yeah, I don't want to spoil it for yeah. you. But like that whole three one two storyline was like, I get it, but it's a little too much. Well, the thing is, I know you didn't like season two, and, and that was. I and, like. And, no, and again, David no. Simon was has gone on record, and even like uh, Michael K. Williams, who played Omar, said he was pissed that his role was diminished, yes. and they had to do season two to show that Baltimore wasn't just a problem about race. It was yeah, something, it and I got that. There's like yeah, that whole, it, it was, the it whole was something like season that everyone sat down with by. him. Like, Poor. yeah, he said that, and I understood that going in. And I, I, yeah. not that I didn't like it. It was mm-hmm. good. Did you really good. did you have a favorite character? I don't think I have a single favorite one. Mm-hmm. I, I probably like all the ones. Like Omar's great. It's one of the best characters Bodhi. ever. Um, I like Bodie. Fucking love Bodie. But Bodie was good. But he got, got the, but he also got uh, Michael B. Jordan. Fuck Michael B. Jordan. Um, uh, Man, that's Creed. <laughs> uh, God, uh, Barksdale, Avon. Mm. I like Avon. I end up liking Avon a I lot. I end up liking. When he was in prison. That was good. Mm-hmm. I end up liking Marlo. Who's Healy's no. favorite character? Ooh, that's a good question. I don't know. My favorite character is Bunk. It's not Stringer. Bunk's pretty. It good. probably is Stringer. Damn it. See, you just set me up because now I'm going to get shit. Yeah. shit. Yeah, no, <laughs> I was going to say anything with it's Idris pretty, is like, be, it's game on. Um, <laughs> I like, I, I kind of, uh, kind of respected Marlo. Like he's just. No, that's why I respected Avon because he stayed to the game. No, I know. I like that, but See? I like, and I, 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 that's why I liked Avon too, but I like, I kind of like Marlo being like, fuck the game. I'm just going to. No, like, like I'm, I'm gonna do my like thing. Marlo's like Umo offering a trade for Antonio Brown. <laughs> yeah, Marlo, well, Marlo, Marlo kind of had like this like I don't know like Joker aspect. Like he just wanted to see like his, not want to see the world born, but he's just running by his, his own rules. And it's like I don't care man. about this structure. Like yeah. this co-op you guys built. Didn't I'm doing my own part. thing. Yeah. I kind of like that. Um, that on the sense. on the police side, McNulty's uh, a great character. McNulty's a great character. Um, you know John C. Riley interviewed for that. Really? He, I'm sorry. He John C. Riley read, read for that role. Super duper special with Souse. <laughs> he did a lot. Of, I mean, he was mainly a serious actor before. Uh, before he met up with Will Ferrell. You know, Bunk and McNulty are like really good friends in real life, and they would go out drinking together in New Orleans after that. Yeah. And Bunk would take him there because that's where he was that's from. from. Uh, I like Bunk. I like Greg's. Um, oh goddamn! Bubbles is another. Bubbles is great. But actually, Megan loves Bubbles. Um, Her name Bubbles. She would. <laughs> oh god! Why am I not pulling his name? I gave him a hot shot. Where's the glasses? Mary's a stripper. Oh, uh, Lester Freeman. Lester Freeman. Lester's great. I like Lester a lot. And also, like, that also makes season five kind of like, even Lester's in on well, this? Well, like, he, he was, fuck? he's the one that first said, and you you could still use this today, he goes, you follow the drugs, you get drug users and drug dealers, but you follow the money, you have no idea where the fuck it's going to go. Right. Yeah. 
Uh, I always love that comment. Um, so yeah, fantastic so show. Another thing I did want to ask, and we, we talked about this briefly, is um, they're doing a post Breaking Bad movie with Jesse Pinkman and Aaron Paul. Um, it's going to be called El Camino. I believe this is a major, major spoiler for those that have not watched Breaking Bad. If you have not watched Breaking Bad, what the hell are you movie. doing? That's why I wanted to ask you too. <laughs> I don't know how I feel about this. I haven't Porter. even seen the previews yet. I started it, the trailer it, and I it, stopped it. Guys, really? Guys. Because I don't not because it was bad. Guys. I didn't get to anything. It, it I didn't want to see it. It kind of hooked me. I didn't want to see I it. I gotta watch it. I yeah. just it's coming out on Netflix. I just want to play it. I don't want to see anything That's about fair. it. That's fair. I want to go straight from my memories of like I don't want any hype. I don't want any pre notions. I don't want any plot line. Mm-hmm. Nothing. All I know is he's alive. And he showed up at one of his tweaker's friend's house. That's the only thing I know. Mm-hmm. So it's essentially, it's immediately after he gets away from mm-hmm. the altercation with the neo-Nazis. Mm-hmm. That's basically where it starts. Fucking Nazis. So I, I was just like, I, I turned it off. It's coming out, I, uh, I think, on my birthday. Am I out of bounds to, really? to yeah. think that the, that Breaking Bad had the best ending of any show ever? Yeah, it was amazing. It was amazing. You always have to kill the main character. It has <laughs> to end. Sons of Anarchy did it, but they didn't do it right. They didn't. <laughs> what, what's he, Jesus? Come on. <laughs> like, oh. I, mean, I, I, I fucking love me some jacks, but stop it. We knew he was going to die, but come so, on. Now. I'm, I'm excited for El Camino. Uh, yeah. I, I think who, as long as Vince Gilligan is in, in, in charge, I mean, he's, you know, he's a showrunner for right. Breaking Bad, and he, he was just, it was so good. Uh, and, you know, uh, Aaron Paul is probably going to be typecasted as Jesse Pinkman for the rest of his acting career. He'll be just fine. But, I mean... It, the royalties off of Breaking Bad. Yeah, <laughs> just the uh, the character arc of that character itself. Uh, but he's never been on his own. So it, yeah. it, I'm definitely going to watch. I'm excited. Yeah. You know, I, I am skeptical because, you know... <laughs> oh, my God. There's Gardner Minshew with Uncle Rico. You didn't see that yet? I did. Yeah, that's great. That's your thing. Your thing popped up. Yeah, you liked it. So, anyways, guys, um, are we going to be able to talk next week? Uh, it depends. <laughs> oh yeah, the wild cards Tuesday. What? So everybody just looks at Bobby. <laughs> are we? Well, if the Nets uh, win the wild card, no, because I'll be in L.A. Oh wow! Oh oh, yeah. L.A. 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 La 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 la. You yeah. should talk to Rag. He knows a lot of people. Yeah. Well, <laughs> to, to be fair, LA is pretty. Tight. To be fair. To be fair. To be fair. Yeah. Um, no, we're. Uh, yeah. So if they win, no. If they lose, yeah, I'll be. I will be free on Thursday and for the rest of the off season. So because that's a my off season again. That's so. too bad because people might hear me actually pick against the Redskins for the first time ever. No. Okay. Yeah, but what it's about skin tangibles, guys? Um, oh my god! That is the worst fucking bit I hate, ever. I hate so much. What a piece he's, of no, shit! No, it's not a bit. He's serious. He's not serious. He's, he's a serious. fucking lackey. He hundred percent believes it. Oh god, I hate him. What's he gonna say against the Patriots? Like their skin tangibles he's gonna, he's gonna are him, so much better than our skin tangibles. I'll tell you what he's gonna do. <laughs> he's gonna do. Yeah. <laughs> he's gonna do Patriots better offense because of Tom Brady. He'll do. Defense a draw, draw, yeah, and then special teams to give it to the Redskins for yeah. no fucking reason. Even though our special teams is garbage, garbage. <laughs> he doesn't know that, and then he'll give us skin tangibles, which are what? What does that entail? What, what are hey, that we are the skins, guys? <laughs> yes. Is that meaning losing on Monday night? Football? I don't know about the special teams, but Steven Sims ain't bad. Steven Sims is good. I like. Steven. I like him more in the slot than Trey Quinn at this point. I hate to say that. Yeah, yeah I do. Um, all right, so a lot more dangerous. We're under two hours. That's dangerous. good, guys. That's good. Yeah, we made it. We pulled it out. Good for us. Especially having not recorded for a couple of weeks. Yep. What's the theme? 
What is the theme? Danger. Uh, everyone going to uh, Maryland PSU tailgate tomorrow night? We're all going, right? Blackout? Yeah. We're all going. Yes, baby. You guys going to the... Uh-hoo, uh-hoo. Are they going to the same tailgate we're going to? Sure. Cool. Wait, you guys have a separate tailgate? No, I'm saying you're, com- you're coming with us, right? are you guys hanging out with? Well, Baltimore people. Oh, oh, who, are you t- who are you hanging out with? Our friends. Our friends. What, what cool kind of, people. What kind, yeah. of, what kind of friends? All of our friends. Where? Lot 1C. That's where we'll be at, boy. Yeah, we're, cool. all, we're all in Lot 1C. Yeah. Oh, are we? Yeah. It's a blackout. We are group. Blackout. Don't, don't get mad at me when I do get blackout. Okay. <laughs> it's literally in the name. <laughs> in the name. <laughs> uh, I, am, I am not your accountability. Uh, no, sir. Fat Kids is accountability. Don't you worry. <laughs> I got fatty tomorrow. <laughs> Perfect. Perfect. Yeah. Is Rag coming? No, we talked about Dragon Ball. He's Dragon Ball. Who else do you guys? Who are you? So like you, Have you met the Umos, Cookie, 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 uh, yeah. Cookie and the Waller sets. They're coming. Mm-hmm. Uh, is Liz in the baby? Not the baby. Okay. My buddy Jermaine. Jermaine. What about uh? Steven let's do. Stu's tailgating. All right. Stu loves tailgates. Nice. All right. Cool. All right. Stu crushes. We'll tailgates. go Terps. <laughs> Beat pretty smelly University. Got him. Um, I'm so glad that Temple game just. Brought us back to earth because yeah. <laughs> this would have been a lot. But of course, Temple loose to fucking Buffalo the whooped. next week. They got whooped. Unbelievable. Uh, no, no, should be a good game, right? Also honoring Ralph Region. Ralph Region on uh, tomorrow night. That's That'd awkward. Be... As James Franklin's on the opposite. Side. Right, right. And Mike Lockley's the head coach from Maryland. Oh, what could have been? Anyways, <laughs> uh, but no, it's good. It's about time to go. Day. Terps. Give him prompt. Go Terps. Um, we will. Let's go to Bentley's. I'm watching. The f- I want to watch the first half of Bentley's. Can we watch the first half of Bentley's? Again? It's gonna be packed. You had me at Bentley's. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Porter, you want to go to Bent's? I have not been to that bar since I was 20 uh, years old. Yes, correct. Uh, I do and I don't, but I'm not gonna be able to. I'm I'm leaving as the game starts. I'm only going for the tailgate. I gotta get back. Well, who's because Elaine? Because Elaine's what about? Really? Elaine has she's driving to Connecticut the next morning, Who's and my car is the only one getting able to get back. So Umo's driving them down. We're gonna Uber back to Tom's house to get the car, so that she can. Uh, she's got to leave uh, Connecticut at like, or she's got to leave for Connecticut at like four o'clock in the morning and drive all the way there for a continuing education class she has to take for Ooh, work. La la. So. Well, it was it was my choice. She says, "Well, you can say." I was like, "No, nah, I'm not staying. This is this We're is going, going to this is going to be a fun day." Yeah. Um, there's going to be a lot He's of a change, man. A lot not of get, not getting stuck in College Park, a lot drunk at Bentley's. That's I'll, a terrible idea. That sounds like an awesome idea. That's an awesome <laughs> idea. You just described our college experience, right? Yeah, uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's called nostalgia, Greg. And, and I'm, and I'm not going to remember anything about it. <laughs> Very good. Very I hope good. you go to Cluck U and start yelling at them about their Ooh, wings. I'm, oh. get, I'm getting Cluck U. Oh, 100%. Hundo yes. P. Yep. Oh, yeah. Do you know they built uh, they built a fence on the on the route, route 1? You can't yeah. cross the street yeah, anymore. And there's there's fencing on Bentleys as well. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Huh. It's... Uh, they, they, they finally learned. <laughs> <laughs> like, they, they, all it took was like they, two kids to get hit by cars. They, they Iggy-proofed it. And how many, we'll God knows how many fights. <laughs> Ian, get out of the tank. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not in the tank. You're not my dad. <laughs> yes, I am. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's funny. All right. Well, we got to get out of here because we're coming up on two hours. Um, follow the Put Me In Coach podcast across all your podcast platforms, whether that be Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, or SoundCloud. Could also give the Put Me in Coach podcast some follows on the social medias: Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and man, that's it, right? That's what we do: Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Yeah, PMIC podcast, SoundCloud, Sound SoundCloud did that. Um, still do that. Give us a follow, subscription, like, retweet, whatever you want to do. 
at Bobby underscore Blanca for yours truly, at Tom underscore Natalie for Thomas, at Ian underscore Foster 21 for Iggy, and at DC United for Gregory. <laughs> Hell yes. Place is awesome. For, that, that place is a lot of fun. For Porter, Ian, Tom, I'm Bobby. We will catch you soon. Not. Hail. This has been it. Put me in good podcast.